Jobo needs Mackie back. <laughs> Why? Because you've become the show pincushion. Like, Mackie's so good at absorbing the heat when we're getting ready for a show. Because he he'll just say something wild that upsets everyone. And then... Galvanizes yeah, the Yeah, and then everyone just... Gets we're, mad at Mackie, and then mad in here. and then the the worst part about him is that he then plays the martyr card. Like, why is everyone picking on me? Well, it's because you said something outrageous. Yeah. Like, what was this? What PJ Walker should be one of the starting oh, quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL right now? Yeah. Like, he'll just say XFL out of the blue. MVP. He'll just drop an atom bomb that you can't ignore because he'll just say hey, this guy could be starting for 15 teams in the NFL. And you're like, no, no, name the teams. And then he'll be like, he'll just start naming them with full confidence. And you'll Chiefs. be sitting there, yeah, and you'll be sitting there like, why? I can't, I can't do this right now. And then yeah. you're mad, and then you have to just go, shut up, shut up. But you have now, you've replaced Mackie in the void. Yeah, well, Matt, the thing about Mackie is he follows it up with like, oh, bad day, bad day, bad day. Yeah, that's and what I mean. Just he'll just get away. Whereas you just, you just turn inward and I go just... like, oh, I'm so stupid and dumb. And I go, you are. I okay, know. To be fair, my comment before the show was dumb. That's why I prefaced it by saying I, I, it's not yeah, going to work. Every, t- every one of your comments is dumb. It's not just one time. <laughs> it's not just a one-time thing. Like it's the the false confidence of you know what you could take a page out of Caleb's book. You know, <laughs> he's the same age as you, and I don't know if it's because he's tall, so he's already got the tall guy confidence of like he can be a little more quiet. You feel like you need to insert yourself. It's just you don't. You don't. <laughs> you really don't. You just. Be quiet. Want to hear about Juventus? Learn from Armin. No, exactly. <laughs> Although Armin just, it's just, just the second you bring up anything basketball, he's like, you another thing about basketball? <laughs> I thought I liked basketball. I thought yeah. I was, I was the son of two basketball coaches. Not yeah. a fan. Like I was going to be the annoying one and Armin just, no, he's top dog when yeah. it comes to just, you, you got to, you got to get the dark gun and just <laughs> like take him out. <laughs> the second a basketball topic comes up, you got to take him out immediately. Anyway, um, Herm Edwards in a couple minutes. Very excited to talk to him. I'm sick for Browns fans. That's how I'm starting this thing. I, that's clearly past interference to end that game. I love I love that the Steelers drafted Joey Porter Jr. I thought it was a cool story. And then they go, yeah, he's played five snaps. And I go, yeah, for a reason, because he stinks. The only way that he can cover somebody is if he grabs them underneath the collar. And I had some people tweeting that it was pass interference. It was not. Or sorry, that it was uncatchable. No, that was P.I., Never turns around, grabs him under the jersey, doesn't let him jump up. Steelers fans, you know it. Everybody knows it. You're the true, you're the true Patriots in terms of cheating with the refs. There's no franchise in sports that's benefited more. And I can say that unequivocally because you're the only franchise in the NFL that has a referee that admitted he gave you a Super Bowl. Like, flat out, look it up. Google Bill Levy. Google that name and Steelers and see what comes up for you. And you will find that one of your Super Bowls was stolen by bad officiating. Because for whatever reason, the refs see those sweaters, those jerseys, and they go, one of us, one of us, one of us. They, th- they think you guys are in the union. But Browns fans, not only do you lose the heart of the, the offense, Nick Chubb, who, by the way, I was thinking of, is there, how many athletes are in the Nick Chubb pantheon of just every single fan of the sport loves the guy. Respects the hell out of the guy. Yeah. How many, how, I, I think Damian Lillard used to be like that mm, until yeah, the trade request. And now thing, people yeah. have had a summer of Damian Lillard at, in his mid thirties, trying to get his way to the heat. <laughs> and absolutely Miami. sick of him. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. Dame, whatever. Just, just get, just get out of here. Do whatever you want. I don't think Giannis is there anymore. Cause he's a champion. You just become more polarizing. Once you hit that 
level of player, right? Giannis mm-hmm. is top tier. He's a great guy, nice guy. I think he's mostly well-liked, the most liked out of the super-duper stars. But now the NBA, just everybody's somewhat polarizing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because NBA Twitter is just like... Do you want to know who I think it is? Horrific, yeah. Go ahead. Armin, you have five seconds to guess, and you should have it because this summer was all about him. Five, four, three, two, one. Ooh. Oof. He just Ooh. stood there. It's Anthony Edwards. Oh, nice one. Yeah. I think Anthony Edwards is rapidly becoming the NBA's version of just everyone likes him. He's the Nick Chubb. The only thing is he doesn't have the depth of resume. With football, Mm. we watch these guys every single week. Everyone in your league owns Nick Chubb in fantasy. You watch him in fantasy. You you know, you've got some connection to every single team. Nobody plays fantasy basketball. If you do, you're just flat out loser. Sorry. Uh, It's true. I love basketball. I love the NBA. I used to play fantasy basketball. I'm reformed. I I don't do that anymore. (laughs) Well, I have a life. If you play it in college, it's fine. It's like you play it first two years out of college, fine. After that, it starts to get a little wild. Yeah. But just you lose your guy, your identity player, the who engine, is yeah. carving the Steelers in that game, who is just running the ball down their throats. And he gets a gruesome injury that... We're all going to remember, for those of us that actually watch the injury, till the day we die. Yeah, that, that that's going to go. That's going to go the first level of the. Oh my God, I remember that injury, Hall of Fame. Yeah, to a player that, again, everybody roots for, mm. everybody likes. Even Steelers fans were chanting for him when he was taken off the field in a game that was. Already chippy, already ugly in a rivalry where, you know, Browns fans burn the towels. But I'm just, I'm just <laughs> sick. I'm just sick for Browns fans. you got 27 seasons now with no 2-0 and start. You lose the heart and soul of your offense after a week where you embarrass the Cincinnati Bengals and your defense looks incredible and you have Miles Garrett doing the crossovers. You have a little bit of optimism. You come out in those beautiful uniforms. Yeah, the all God, rights. those look smart. I know. Woo! I know. Those were sharp. And now you've got a quarterback who you gave more guaranteed money to than anybody in NFL history who, yeah, by the way, was still suspended for sexual assault, served 11 games. That's still there. And who hasn't looked like, what, 45% of the player that used to wear the Houston jersey? Uh, it's just it's it's a nightmare for them. It's just a nightmare for another tortured fan base. So yeah, Browns Jets just week one, week two. Man, Lions fans, you feel like you, you got to be sweating. You got to be sweating week three. <laughs> Anyways, Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, former NFL Div One coach, and of course, ten years as an NFL defense back. Good morning, Herm. Thanks for coming on, man. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, it was it was sad uh, to watch Chubb go down, and, oh. and obviously uh, some some of the star players. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Um, you know, you, you just can't get away from injuries in the National Football League. Uh, it, it's part of it. You hate for it to happen. But I think the play, the overall play mm-hmm. uh, early in the season uh, for a lot of these teams, it all go, goes back to the preseason. Uh, not allowing these guys to play, I think it affects the game. I really do. Um, if I was a coach and an owner, the first thing I would try to do is say, look, First three weeks, there should be no divisional games. No divisional games. Because you're basically playing the first three games of the season like it's a preseason game. Because these players haven't played. This is why you see 
offense is really struggling right now. A lot of offenses are struggling. Play with the ball, a lot of fumbles, a lot of receptions. It's just, mm-hmm. it's bad football. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I think that there's been a little bit of buzz from the coaching community that there could be some handling of the preseason differently moving forward. I just I feel yeah. like Herm, how, how do you justify it if you lose a player in preseason though, right? Like you start doing that. And then all of a sudden you, you have a quarterback that gets dinged up in a third preseason game because you were playing them in the second half. It just, it feels like that's like, there goes your job. Yeah. We always worry about that, but they get hurt during the season. What's the difference? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt after four, four, four plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get what you're saying. <clears throat> I know I, I did this um, when I was a head coach. Um, I had a snap count. In mm-hmm. other words, let's say a veteran player, um, quarterback, okay, this is when they had four preseason games. I said, you're going to get a total of 70 plays mm-hmm. in the preseason, live. And I made sure my starters in the third preseason game always started the third quarter. Come out of the locker room, start the third quarter. Go a series and get out of the game. Mm-hmm. I just think you have to script it for certain guys to play. Offensively, you really struggle when the offensive line is not collected with the quarterback. These scrimmages and these inter-squad scrimmages they have when they practice against each other, that's great. But here's the problem. Quarterbacks don't get hit. They protect the quarterback. <laughs> these guys aren't in shape to play football. That's the problem. They're not in shape to play 60, 70 plays in a row because they don't, they don't participate in the preseason. Um, you were, I don't really remember the Jets during your tenure feeling like a, a cursed franchise. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong or maybe like, of course there was always yeah. pressure. Like it's New York media. It's a spotlight right. team. But did, did you ever feel that when you were there, just having to coach a little differently or motivate a different, a little differently? Just, I wonder about the Cleveland Browns, right? Where they, they start a season this way, where there's yeah. so much optimism and their players see Chubb go down and all of a sudden members of the secondary are getting hurt. Maybe it's correlated with what yeah. you're talking about, but just the idea of a franchise like that, where, yeah, there, there is a little bit something that's passed year to year psychologically for the players when things start to go wrong. Well, look, I, when, when I took the job, the first thing you always hear is that, you know, they're the same old Jets, right? That's it. And, and, and we really were, we were not the same old Jets. We actually won the division. Um, <laughs> yeah, your first year, you guys were 10-6, and six, right? Yeah, and then, then the next year, we actually started off, uh, we were 2-5, and five, and we ended up winning the division, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I just think it's, you know, you understand the history of a lot of these teams when you take over as a head coach. Uh, you don't let that blind you. Um, it's always good to know the history, uh, to try to, you know, embrace it and go, okay, we're going to change it a little bit. And the players need to know that as well. But look, New York's a tough media market. It, it just is. Now the good part for me is I played in Philadelphia for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it, it's tough in Philadelphia too. So you get used to it. You know, you're, you're hardened when you go there, but we lost our quarterback. We lost Chad Pennington mm-hmm. in my four seasons. Ended up playing with five quarterbacks. And that's the problem when you lose the quarterback or you lose the star of your team. And it all goes back to the quarterback. When you lose that guy, it's tough. I mean, it is, it, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow uh, because uh, the field becomes 150 yards long when you lose your starting quarterback. Mm. I, I just wonder if there are Browns players today that see, oh. the, that, that see the, the headlines on Twitter of, 
I think the Steelers haven't lost in a Monday night game since 91 yeah. or whatever. And they've yeah, 21, gone 21 straight wins. Right. And it's just, you know, 27 seasons with no two and O start for the Browns and how, yeah, you, you yeah. Have, would have all this self-belief as you're like that. You're going to change things, right? Like I'm sure Stefanski had a similar mentality that you did. Like we're not the same old Browns. We're going to be the different Browns. Right. And those players have to feel that too. Like, but then all of a sudden miles Garrett starts to look around and go, am I just new? Yeah. You know, am I just defensive Joe Thomas? Am I just going to be a guy where everyone gushes about when I finish my career and I'm going to walk into the hall right. of fame. But ultimately like I was just on this team that was destined to lose. And a team like the Steelers is just the team that finds a way to win. Like, like how do you stop that from permeating through a locker room? Can you stop that from permeating through a locker room? Yeah. The way you stop it is you got to win. Yeah. You, you got to win. You got to find a way to win. And, and I think right now, as much as you know, we we talk about Cleveland. Um, they got to fix the quarterback. Well, that's it. That's next. Because I mean, he, he's he, he he's a problem right now. I mean, mm-hmm. he's turning the ball over. I do believe this. Um, they got to they got to spread the offense out and, and let him do what he does. Uh, let him look at the defense, uh, simplify it for him, um, get him in the gun more, uh, let him create. Uh, they still have some fine players. Uh, they got uh, Amari Cooper. They got Moore. Uh, you know, they got to spread the ball out now. It's just, you, you say, well, we don't want to do that, but that's what he does. That's where he's comfortable. When he turns his back to the defense, he loses sight of the defense. And, 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 and a lot of quarterbacks aren't good at that. That's not his strong suit. His strong suit is I get the ball, I can see the defense, let me run some RPO so I can see the defense. I want to see it, and then if I don't like it, I can go create. I can go make some plays with my legs. I think if they want a chance, they have to have the ability for the quarterback to have success now. Well, they clearly need the guy who, again, made more guaranteed money than anyone else who they gave up multiple first-rounders for to play as though he's some semblance of the guy they thought they were yeah. getting. And I guess, like, okay, that's that's one strategy that you can invoke is trying to put him in an offensive system that he's a bit more comfortable with. He now becomes more of the identity player of the offense because you lose Nick yeah. Chubb. But from, from yeah. what you've seen so far, like, he did play games some last year. He did have a full training camp. Yeah, maybe they're not playing preseason games as many as you would like them to. But do you think maybe just Deshaun Watson has lost it? You know, I'm, I'm not going to give up on him. I just think that, you know, in, in life, and I've learned this as a coach and a former player, um, there comes a part to is the system bigger than the player. Mm. And some coaches get caught up in systems. Uh, I can remember early in my career in the National Football League, look, uh, they wanted all the quarterbacks to play from the pocket. And if you weren't a pocket quarterback, you weren't going to play the position in the National Football League. Well, that's changed. And and I think rightly so, uh, because a lot of these kids now come out of college. um, They play in a different offense. We can see the National Football League changing. You know, you used to have a fullback, a tight end, two wide receivers. Every once in a while you went slot, and when you went three wide receivers, people said, ooh, three wide receivers on the field. Well, it's changed. And I think you as a coach, sometimes you may feel that um, you know, I want to do it this way. Our offense is built around Chubb. He's no longer there. Mm. So who's your next best player? It's quarterback. Well, what am I going to do to make him successful, to make this team successful, to allow him to, to do things that, that he's comfortable doing? Because – you got to win games mm-hmm. and you know, you can blame it on the quarterback all you want, but if he's, if he's not comfortable in what you're asking him to do right now, how do you get him comfortable? That's the most important thing. Yeah. It just, I know it's only eight games for him as a Brown so far, yeah. but 
you know, he's four and four. I know. He's got nine touchdowns to seven interceptions, uh, a yeah. quarterback rating so far that's in the high 40s, and, yeah, yards per game, which is sub 200 as a Cleveland Brown. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been as bad of a start uh, for Deshaun Watson, I think, as it, it just about could have been, barring health. And there's just, man, there's just a few moments in that game where, like, the, the, they're driving, they're finally getting down the field, and he grabs somebody's face masks and throws them out towards yeah. the sideline. And you go, yeah, I get it when TJ Watts turning a corner on you and you got no time or you've got a missed assignment in your backfield from a running back who forgets to block somebody. But it's another one that's just like mental errors. And when he does have time, he's thrown behind some receivers. It's just, I, I don't yeah. know. I just don't, I don't know how long you're supposed to get as an NFL quarterback of that caliber making that kind of money before people just start to look at it and go, yeah, it just might be gone. Well, we'll, we'll see. And, yeah. I, and I think you've got to give him every chance to succeed. And, um, you know, that's part of coaching. You've you got to realize that, say, this is our quarterback. So, mm-hmm. you know, i got to I got to do – and i got to set him down and say, hey, look, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I, I want to do whatever you need to do, we're, we're going to do offensively. Because right now, we got to get you to play better. And, and, look, he can feel it too. I mean, he's not naive. Mm-hmm. The quarterback understands, you know, look, I'm, I'm not playing good. And, and I've got to pick this thing up. I, I'm actually hurting the team. Mm-hmm. Four turnovers, I'm hurting the football team. You know, that, that's Josh Allen, the first game of the season. And he said mm-hmm. it in front of the media and everybody. Hey, look, I, I played bad. I, you know, I lost the game for our football team. Well, the next week he comes back, and guess what? He lights it up again, right? So mm-hmm. I just think it, your team goes as the quarterback goes. So if we're going to extend that to the Pittsburgh Steelers, how far are they going this mm-hmm. year? Oh, boy, well, defensively, they showed up. They were embarrassed. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. Though. They got 14 points from the defense. They got 12 from the offense. Yeah, but, but they, they're they struggling, too. Yeah. Their offensive line is really struggling. They can't protect the quarterback. I mean, it, it's – and that's unusual for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and they, they made some plays defensively, offensively at times. You know, Pickett, you know, he, he threw the ball okay, but – they, they are they are struggling. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, they they got to fix that. They they got to find a way to fix it. And there's no new players coming in in, in the locker room. Uh, there's they're, they're, you know you're not going to change coaches. I mean, you, you got to find a way to fix it. And it's a long season. A lot of things can still happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, after two games, and you can't throw your hands up and panic. But you got to find a way to to, to get, get this quarterback going because. He's got some talent, you know, and last year it looked like they were on their way to Steelers. And in the preseason, it looked like they were on their way. And then they ran up against San Francisco that came in there and embarrassed them. And they can embarrass a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I thought they fought back this week defensively. But offensively, there's still some signs of them not clicking quite yet. Yeah, no, listen, I, lo- I love the Steelers defense. How could you not? And yeah, yeah T.J. Watt, just an absolute game wrecker. Oh. But... The, the, here's here's what uh, a non-football coach sees. They got a running back they spent the first-round pick on who has no burst, and the backup is not anything special or to write home about. They got an offensive line that can't pass block. They now lost Deontay Johnson, who's kind of, you know, their hot read guy. They're, they're just quick yep. toss it to and create guy. Now they got Pickens, who's pretty brilliant. Like, that touchdown, Kenny Pickett's got to be looking at him going, yeah. hey, man, thank you, because if I didn't have you do that, then my stats today are getting probably talked about a little bit more. But, yeah, quarterback, I'll ask you this question, is because this is how I felt last night. What, what's the difference between Zach Wilson and Kenny Pickett? Because I see the same guy. Well, you know, they're, 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 
they are are guys that first of all um, don't you know they're they're young quarterbacks. Uh huh. And listen, they've been beat up a little bit too now. Sure. You know this is where the mental toughness of the quarterback that in 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 the in, in, in the National Football League. This is where you find out a lot about that guy. Mentally, how does he handle all this? Because it's all at his feet, and they know it, and they feel it, and everyone's talking about it every day, and how they weather that, you're going to find out. Is he, is he your franchise guy or not? Mm-hmm. Again, another quarterback it, with sub 200 yards yeah. per game since he's been yeah. the Pittsburgh Steeler. I just it, it just I do find that when I'm watching these two guys, they're I, there's just they leave me feeling the exact same way when I watch them. And and I get it. The Steelers haven't done a great job of pass protection, but neither of the New York Jets with with Zach Wilson, right? Like I just I watched the beating that yeah. Zach Wilson took in the media last yeah. week playing against a defensive front that's better in my opinion than the one that we just saw with Cleveland. And right. yeah, everyone's burying the guy. And it's like, yeah, Kenny Pickett probably could have had at least one more interception in that game. One that gets you, you know, like a brutal dropped interception. And I, I just, yeah, see a quarterback that's not going through his progressions well, that's, you know, forcing balls into spaces they shouldn't be. And then, yeah, holding on to it too long in some instances. It's just, yeah, I, I don't think it's overly pretty for a guy that during the preseason we were all losing our minds about and saying he might be the real deal. I, I just, so far, I don't see it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, and and I think there, there, there's some credence to what you're saying. I mean, everybody's looking at the same thing, you know. And it's it's um, obviously they're talented enough, mm-hmm. uh, but now can they put it all together? You know, sometimes talent can be a curse, but also you know what you're asking the guy to do, and 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 I and I just think it it, it and I just say that with the quarterback because mm-hmm. this is a this is a, a really difficult thing with the quarterback it's you get caught up in the system and I want to do this and sometimes those coordinators don't want to let the system go but the problem is no one's walking in the door you have this quarterback what can I do to massage my system to allow him to be more successful and you're right um they don't have an explosive running back and they're they're a power running team that you know you, you, I look at San Francisco mm-hmm. Brock Purdy okay Brock Purdy Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. Is he a great quarterback? I don't know that, but I do know this. The way they manage the game for Brock Purdy, he's not in a lot of third and long situations. They manage first and second down for him. So he's in some third downs where he can convert it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just kind of the way they play. And, And I think sometimes you have to understand that when you're the offensive coordinator. You got to say, hey, look, how do I manage first down for this guy? I don't want this guy in second and eights and you know third and tens because then we're in trouble. I got to give him some manageable third downs, and it all starts on first down. How am I handling first down? And if you can get a flow going, all of a sudden the quarterback's a lot better. He's he's kind of you know okay, and everybody thinks okay he's him. But I mean, who could imagine what Brock Purdy's done? Mm-hmm. Right. And he's playing with a team. Got a great defense. Got some good players on offense. Got a tight end. Got a runner. Got, 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 got a wide receiver. You know, got a good defense. And that's kind of how they play. Obviously, two games into a career, it's... Uh, yeah. I almost feel bad even asking about it, but... <laughs> uh, 
Is it fair that the first two games of Bryce Young leaving me a little cold? Like, how how are you feeling about this so far? Just to, yeah. Well, uh, you know, look, when you get drafted where he got drafted, uh-huh. um, there's a lot of missing there's a lot of missing parts to that team, right? And this is the problem when you you draft a quarterback that high, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of pieces that have to help the quarterback. And um, you know, he's he's. He's, he's thrown into the fire. There's, there's oh, yeah. three of them that have been thrown into the fire, right? <laughs> yeah. You're hoping he can. You're hoping he can survive it, and I think he can. Um, I recruited the kid coming out of high school. Oh. Um, yeah, I, you know, I know exactly who this kid is, and he's got he's got some talent. He's, he's got some poise, um, but all of a sudden, the game is moving fast for him too, mm-hmm. right? And it's 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 hard. It's just so hard on these guys, and the game is so fast. And it's like, okay, I can't outrun these guys anymore. And I, you know, there's little windows for me to. And the reaction of the defense is much faster. And it's okay, you know, how do I deal with that? So you're going to watch these guys struggle. You just are. And remember, they're going to a team that didn't win a lot of games. I get it. I get it. And, and you know, it's, you know, 33-year-old Adam Thielen, and it, 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 there's not a lot of weapons yeah. there. It's a developing offensive line that we knew was going to be a problem coming this season. All I will say is that through the, the first two games of the season, when, when I saw Anthony yeah. Richardson play, I go, okay, I, I kind of get this, right? Like, okay, you know, yeah. there, there's, some, there's some nice flashes here. I don't expect him to be a winner yeah. right away. I don't expect him to come in here and dominate right away, right. but I can see it. C.J. Stroud, when he's gotten time in the pocket, I go, oh, I, I can yeah. really see this. This is nice. Like, this looks good. With Bryce Young, so far, you know what my favorite thing about him has been? It's like, oh, you know what? He's doing a better job at not getting hit so hard. Like, that's not (laughs) what I want from my first overall pick. That's all. So it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's a little different, the feeling through two with him than it is with the other guys. And I would say, like, yeah, there's the Texans offense, the Nico Collins, all that much better than having Thielen and Hayden Hurt. I don't know. It just feel like you could, those comparisons are fair ones. No, they are, and, and and that's what's great about the sport of it all. You know, you just you sit there and you watch guys, and you go, "Wow, and is this guy struggling?" And you know, you know, it's we saw it with Jalen Hurts, right? This is mm-hmm. his first year with the Eagles. It was like, it's like, well, what kind of guy? And then all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, wow, he kind of improved, right? We're mm-hmm. hoping, we're hoping. <laughs> Justin Fields is going to make that turn. Mm, but right I'm not now, hoping anymore. Like I got to tell struggling. you, he's still struggling, yeah. right? It's like, uh oh. <laughs> but it's it's it, it's you know it's a hard, hard. It's a hard position to play, and you get exposed. Yeah. Very fast playing that position. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. What a nightmare job too. It's like you show up, get your first oh, first two not, first two fun. days, and it's just like you got idiot me out here being like, he sucks. This is what this is what yeah. makes it so great, right? Yeah. We, we've seen a lot of quarterbacks come in and out, you know, and some guys. The thing when you dra- get drafted that high, the expectations sure. are almost like it's just so hard. And and you see a lot of guys that that have failed, gone to other teams. Geno Smith happens to be mm-hmm. one of them, right? Yeah, uh, he kind of resurrected his career. Right now, we got Baker Mayfield. He's got the Bucks at two and zero. Now, yeah. can that continue? To, can that continue to go? We'll see. You know, so it's funny. It's just it, 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 league is it's a hard league. Mm-hmm. It's a hard league. That's what I do know. Herm, thanks so much for the time today. I really appreciate it, man. My pleasure, my friend. Anytime. Take care. There's Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, former NFL and Div One coach, and of course, ten years as a defensive back. 
I know it's outrageous. I'm I'm not trying to be hot take guy. I'm not trying to do what everybody thinks I'm trying to do. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is, can I can I have one second of Bryce Young through two games where I go, oh yeah, there. Other than you know what I like. Okay, here's the things I've liked about him so far, and I watched a lot of his first game too. Mm-hmm. I saw he's he's good at when he makes a mistake. Standing on the sideline with his helmet up over his head, yeah, and and like doing the clap to his teammates yeah. and, and doing the like that's the on me the chest thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, nice, great locker room guy, yeah, good <laughs> leader, yes, good leadership qualities. <laughs> Two, he doesn't get hit as hard as I thought. He's he's not doing stupid stuff like trying to extend plays, yeah. But again, this makes sense because he's smaller than Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember sometimes watching Russ get hit where I would go, and that's the end of his career. Yeah, and he'll never, <laughs> yeah, he'll and never, he'll never throw walk a ball again. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not standing he'll, up. He'll, he'll, never, he'll never move again. I get what her saying in terms of, like, I, I'm a Saints fan, so I watched every snap of that oh, game last I, night. I, I won't, don't worry, I didn't bring up the Saints with her because I'm going to bring them up with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I got lots of bad things to say <laughs> um, about the Saints. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I will agree with her with like the, they just don't have any weapon of note too. It's like, it's a bad situation for Bryce to be coming sure, into. They don't have like explosive weapons. Oh yeah. And like, that's why you saw the first half. It was just like, oh, here's Thielen for another six yard but then, game. But okay. This is what I'm saying though about the Houston thing and about the, the, the Colts thing. The yeah, Colts yeah, have Michael yeah. Pittman. And right. then after that, it's still, I'm like, Mo Ali Cox is just, what is he? He's got a permanent residency here. Yeah. He's allowed <laughs> to be the tight that end of the Colts. Giant guys yeah, guys Yeah, just, he's he, he, like, okay, cool. But what what other weapons do they have? Jonathan Taylor's not playing. They're starting running backs. is Deion Jackson to start the year. I go, okay. Yeah. They're like, Zach Moss. <laughs> Zach Moss. Like, who, okay, this Come is on. nothing. At least, at least they have the starting running back from the Eagles, the best team in the NFC last year in their backfield. Like, Chuba Hubbard uh, at least is a competent backup running back. Thielen is a security blanket where at least if you hit him in the hands, you know he's not going to drop it and make some huge mistake. Like, Hayden Hurst is now an established quality tight end who you know can catch a pass. Sure. And yesterday they don't get him involved in this game script until the yeah. like late in the third quarter. Yeah. And I know your team is good against tight ends, blah, 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 Whatever, blah. yes. I'm just saying, make a play. No, you got to create one. And there's a difference between quarterbacks who can create the plays and the Geno Smiths and the Jared Goffs of the world who can just like, when everything's perfect for them, go great. Yeah. And so with Stroud, I've just seen the flashes where you can see it and go, oh yeah, that's a first round pick. Mm-hmm. With Richardson, Richardson he's so sure. raw, but yeah. you, sure. see it. you see it. The size and the, the way he moves. Yeah. With Bryce Young, all I've seen so far through two games is a little guy who, yeah, is trying to get the ball out quickly. That's it. Well, and like, and and you're right too. And they said it on the broadcast a bunch of like, at least take a shot sometimes. Sometimes, you're, just yeah, do something. Yeah. Throw, throw, like take a shot, throw it deep, get something going because you're never going to beat a team in he the did NFL. Cross that like one guy four. up in the game. Yeah, on mm-hmm. that third down. But, it, but your and... Saints defender though, the the pursuit was no, horrific. He, was, he, he runs care. right up on him and he sticks Mar- one arm Marcus out. May. That was yeah. almost. I would a, cut that Mar- guy. Yeah. that was almost a case study in why yeah. prevent defense should be banned. Yeah, yeah. that was horrific. Yeah, that guy. Though. That was really depressing to watch. I saw that, that whole pass like man. Okay, now on to your guys' team though. Have you have you just accepted your lot in life now because it just you're the same old you're the you're the Saints. You you have no shot. You're going to get into the red zone, and I sent you guys the compilation of Derek Carr in the red zone yeah, yesterday. Red zone I don't know terrible. how aware of this you guys were, but I was. He, he's, oh, yeah, just we not, he's just not capable when he we gets were. down there. Yeah. And he gets so flustered, and I think he's a huge nerd. I 
I, great long I hate the Saints. Big I hate him. Here's the thing. Get inside the 20. Just give it to Taysom Hill. Yeah. Uh, the real cute. I got to tell you, Taysom, Taysom was, was looking nice. I know he was. Taysom was looking nice yesterday. I, know he was. I went, maybe they take another night. shot on Steve Young 2.0 or whatever. <laughs> I'm reserving up. some judgment on the Saints offense until uh, Kamara gets back. Yeah. Not yeah, that they're going to be amazing. That could be much better than that kid played last night. He was brilliant for yeah, them. He, he was the like, star he was, of the offense. He was fine. But Jones. I just mean like they like the Saints generally are like a huge screen team. And yeah. like they're not going to do that when they have literally one active running back in the yeah. game. Like when Jamal Williams went down, they had they just had Tony it Jones. It was just Tony Jones. And Jamal Williams, like, cool. You're funny. You like Pokemon. I'm not mm-hmm. sure you're that good. He's not the same back as Kamara. <laughs> no. And like, like remember, remember watching Kamara with Breeze, like near the end of Breeze's career. Like I, Carr can do that. Yeah. I, anyway, I'm reserving some judgment. I'm not saying judgment. he's as good as Breeze, but he can just dump yeah, it off. Here's what I'll say. I'm not feeling <laughs> off. Awesome. Two judgment. It's it's week two of the season. All I would say is that out of the teams that I have watched in the NFC South so far, the only one where I go, oh, this could be really good is the Falcons, but they have Ritter. Yeah. And, and I'm just waiting for them to hand over the keys to <laughs> Heineke. You're not a Baker believer, right? I, no, I would say that out of the teams I've liked so far, it yeah. would go Falcons one. Bucks. But their quarterback is the worst quarterback, I think. Huge Desmond Ritter guy. <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember a guy who was not like an injury replacement quarterback who started the season where I just had lower faith in oh, Desmond yeah, Ritter. I, I just don't get it at all. And the worst part is when he was coming out of college, he was a, I went, this could be our new Russell Wilson. Yeah, just yeah. get him in the third round. Get him. Sneaky get because he was just the dude where all of his teammates loved him, and so maybe that's it. He's just the huge locker room yeah, guy. Yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> but did you, like, did you guys watch any of Bijan again this week? Yeah, he's, he's, a stud. he's unbelievable. He's, the he's the one beast. play where he's, he broke like three yeah. dudes. It's like, come on. <laughs> By the way, in my Nick Chubb test of universally loved players, Bijan is going to be there. Yeah, he's skyrocketing. Bijan's already. It's it's just two games, and I, here's how much I love Bijan. I was playing him in fantasy this week. Didn't care. It was you didn't tight. Care. Yeah. And I'm watching him going, who? Who yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bijan? He's fun. I'm yeah. so torn. I'm a big Texas Longhorns fan, so I love him. And I also hate the Falcons. So I'm real. Mm-hmm. He's he's a tough one. He's a tough one for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah it always sucks when a rival team has a player that you're like, I can't hate you. I so yeah. badly he's also a great wanted, guy. Yeah, like, I so badly wanted him to go anywhere other than Atlanta. But he's amazing. He's sick. He's so yeah. uh, looks great I, in a Falcons uniform. That's this is the the bane of my existence. Is I've, there's been so many Niners players like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. There's been yeah. so many Niners players who I just... Frank Gore was adore. like a universally That's, loved guy, I, right? Frank Gore was pretty universally loved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hung on a little too long. Sure. Yeah. He should have walked away like a bit earlier. <laughs> Probably. But I just... I Like, I loved Patrick Willis. Truly oh, yeah. That's a great Patrick one. Willis yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I great hated... One. Yeah. When he retired, I went, good for you. Yeah. You know, I don't have to have <laughs> this conflict respect? in my life anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like, yeah, team I really love Debo. I just, sure. I like the way he runs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, anyway, that's the end of me gushing about Niners players. Cause I truly hate that. Team. I had Julio <laughs> Jones and I had beat on. I, I, lo- I thought Julio was, yeah, Julio for sure. I did yesterday. I, I was actually texting with my brother because he's a Ravens fan. And I went, what a n- night for you guys. The, clearly the Steelers are not contenders. Like there's no shot. Yeah, there's no, there's some offense. things I'm going to say here right now through two weeks where, yeah, could they make the playoffs for sure? Could they win a playoff game with that defense? Absolutely. There's, there's a 0% chance the Steelers are winning a Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not happening. Pickett's not hoisting the Lombardi Can, trophy at the Steelers end of the night. Fans, Steelers fans are going through um, shock right now because they thought Kenny Pickett was a guy. Yeah. They really believed it from the preseason. Yeah. And I, I got to admit, I kind of believe They saw those, those clips from training camp, yeah. Yeah. and they went, oh, my God. 
Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Everybody slept on him. He felt he slipped in the draft to us. Why did he yeah, slip in the draft? He's taking the jump. He's Zach Wilson. He he's <laughs> genuinely he's as close to Zach Wilson as I've seen so far in the NFL. He's Zach Wilson, Wilson with smaller hands. I've seen more from Josh Dobbs so far yeah, than I've seen from Kenny sure. Pickett. I like Josh Dobbs. Yeah, I know. Me Josh too, Dobbs all of a sudden I'm like, did you get taller? The Josh Dobbs <laughs> stock is skyrocketing. No, I, Josh I thought Dobbs Josh Dobbs is shorter. Here, all yeah. of a sudden now there's a long good runner. You can like, hear the, the the fire Matt Canada chance all, all crazy is, last night. No shot. No shot they're winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Browns just lost Nick Chubb and yeah. Deshaun Watson continues to pile up further evidence that he can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the week is supposed to be where we're supposed to see the old Deshaun Watson, but I feel like eight games in a full training camp, you're now in, we're talking about this as though this is you. The clock's ticking, I think, right. for yeah. sure. Especially yeah. since he does have some weapons. Amari Cooper is brilliant. Yeah, I like Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore Elijah is Moore. totally fine and confident and good. And their, their offensive line is fine. And just there's been nothing from Deshaun Watson so far that indicates he's the old Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Other than he still holds the ball like a loaf of bread and that cost him the game yesterday. It's like yeah. he still does the, the worst part of Deshaun where he's yeah. like, I'm still a superstar. I'll run around and not hold the ball correctly. And the Steelers went, thank you, victory. <laughs> and then you've got a Bengals team where Joe Burrow yeah, has a calf injury and it's yeah. it's just like this thing's already bubbling under the surface. I, I would guess... <sighs> I would guess at this point, there's there's going to be a moment in the season either he gets hurt or they shut him down to be careful with this, because you can't you just gave him a massive contract. Yeah. The problem for the Bengals is, given their cap situation, what they have with receivers, they this is their win now window. Yeah. It's definitely the last year. This of T. Higgins. Why, They've already told him like. I, I don't yeah. know if you guys remember this take, but last year I was talking about how their urgency was number one. Yeah, that it was more yeah, important yeah. to them to actually get this game mm-hmm. that that win to go to another Super Bowl. Yeah. Because their window was going to be way tighter than what the Chiefs had. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think it's just it's the Ravens division now. They're 2-0. and Lamar looks good. Zay Flowers looks good. Zay Flowers is so good. <laughs> I, all, all of these teams, by the way, I don't know what the Kareem Hunt situation is. Because sometimes running backs just show up in the NFL and they're just completely washed. Mm-hmm. But three of the teams in the division should be trying to get Kareem Hunt. They should all be like The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hold on their little flowers and just like, please, Kareem, pick us. Like, they're off on the table. He would have the he flowers, have the flower, right? Yeah, yeah. Simon's yeah. our reality yeah. TV guy. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> so, I, what, Najee Harris. Oh, oh yeah, dust. This is dude. the most Trent Richardson dust. 2.0. Oh, it's, my. He, dust. He Not gets. Good. He had one run for what, twelve yards yesterday, thirteen yards, and I went twenty-one yards. Is this twenty-one? Yeah, it took twenty seconds. Went, oh my goodness! (laughs) Wild. And the guy that everyone wanted in fantasy, Jalen Warren, he went for like fourteen dollars in my auction leagues. People went, he's actually the guy. He (laughs) screwed them in the biggest spot in the game with a with a missed assignment on his blocks. Nah, Steelers, not it. Outside of that Najee run, the the twenty-one yarder. His no, other nine carries were <laughs> no, <can't> an <laughs> average of 2.3 yards. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen, I saw Trent Richardson play. Oh, yeah. And that is Trent Richardson. That is exactly the plotting, <laughs> no burst, nothing where you go, what was the thing? You were just bigger than guys in yeah. college? What? Mm-hmm. How did this happen? You played behind an offensive line yeah. that was all NFL caliber The worst part is all Steelers fans hated that pick. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. 
Well, they his rookie were right. season, he was pretty good. Yeah, th- no, they uh, hated it until they saw him in the rookie uh, season for a little really bit, bad. and then it soured really quickly. It's bad. No, he's quite bad. Yeah. So yeah, pretty sickening start for a lot. Of, <laughs> that was that was some bad football yesterday. By the way, that was tough Monday night That was two games of me sitting there going. So this is what I've chosen to do with yeah. my life. It's like thirteen six for New Orleans Watch. in like the third quarter. Tough Monday, <laughs> two block field fights. <laughs> Two just teams just bludgeoning each other with mm-hmm. dull knives. Yeah, <laughs> that was rough. It was hitting each other with spoons. Yeah, it was that was that was ugly. I won't complain because it's football and football's still so good. Yeah, right? it's the best. It's the best. So good. Did I you like having over... the two Monday nighters though. I saw that topic on Twitter. Some people are they're like, yeah. ah, we don't like the two Monday nighters. No, how it's could too you much, not? whatever. Here's what I here's what yeah. I would say. I prefer the two Monday night games like that. Mm-hmm. Where you've got a little bit of the crossover and you can follow both games very closely. Yeah. Then when you have what the afternoon slate of five or yeah. four and yeah. you have to you have to really pick and you gotta eliminate some. Mm-hmm. That's why this actual this this last Sunday was nice the way they tried to do it, which mm-hmm. was, hey, we have Jets, Cowboys, and then all else is trash. You don't need to pay attention. <laughs> we put the Cardinals and the Giants on the schedule here. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And we put the commanders and the Broncos on the schedule here. Don't have don't even don't even worry Don't about even worry it. It's a comeback by the just, Giants. Yeah, though. but those, those, both those games ended up being amazing. <laughs> like they ended up being better than the Jets. Yeah, were. of course. But uh, I'm just saying that they tried. They tried. The, all you can do is try. Yeah. You can't plan true. for the unexpected. You can't plan for whatever the hell the Broncos are this year, or <laughs> our poor guy Josh Dobbs, who just his team let him down. His team just couldn't. Someone get Someone give him a Daniel real Jones team. Just took over. Yeah, exactly. What Someone would Josh, give him a real team. What would Josh Dobbs do with the defense? Is what I got. to say. Get Josh uh-huh. Dobbs on the Jets. Honestly, I'm so excited about the Josh Dobbs thing because <laughs> I thought the Cardinals were 100 percent going to get Caleb Williams, and now I feel like the Cardinals could win three to four games. Sure. I have a big future bet on Cardinals to get only one or two wins, mm-hmm. which is incredible that I've evaded death already because <laughs> yeah, it just it, they could have won both, both. of the two. They weeks. were up twenty nothing at halftime. Yeah. By the way, though, I I put a bet in preseason that I. That I tweeted out again. Follow all my picks on Twitter and Instagram at JD Bunkers. Mm-hmm. Follow. Um, yesterday got yeah the Chubb injury hurt. Yeah. I did have a nice Steelers uh, Saints parlay though. That hit. Let's go. But yeah, I had the there was a bet of over two and a half overtime games over the course oh, of the right, entire right, season. Right. Oh yeah, and I was like true. I can't believe this is a real bet. And anyway, it's looking pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's take a quick break. By the way, the Rangers lost again. The Rangers are doing everything they can to not make the playoffs. They're trying desperately. Yeah. They're like, we don't want to do this. Please. Jays, just for your Blue Jays update, if they go 8-4, and four, 100% clinch. The other teams can't get there. 100% clinch with 8-4, and four, Blue Jays. For the love of God, just go 8-4. and four. Please. You can do this. It's the crappy Yankees. And I think the Rays won't be playing for anything in the final series. There's at least a shot that there's two games in that Rays series where they just do not care. Mm-hmm. Please, please don't do this to us. Don't, don't, please don't, don't do this to me again. I, I, I accepted death. You know, I was drowning. <laughs> You're that, breaking. Oh, yeah, in that, oh, in that Rangers game, that third game of the Rangers where I left, like I was fully, I was like, I'm underwater. Oh, I just yeah. like, I. I stopped trying to tread water. I just, you know, let just 
Let, let the black <laughs> just absorb you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just close I, your eyes. And all of a sudden, I woke up on the life raft like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they swept and Boston. If they, <laughs> if they don't make the playoffs now, it's exactly like when Sean Aston, what is it, Sean Aston Scott? No, what's his name? The Stifler. When he kicks Will Ferrell back into the pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> after he saves his life in old school. That's me, Will Ferrell, just like getting the mouth to mouth and then boom, back in the pool. You go if they if they blow this now. I can't. I just I can't I can't have this happen. But thank you, Rangers. You lovable losers. Unbelievable. Lost you, four in a row. As if you do that, you do that, and you would think, hey, their team's got some momentum. And then the Guardians sweep you, pound you. Mm-hmm. And then last night, it's just there for you against the Red Sox, who we know from having just seen them, they don't score any runs. And they somehow outscore you. The Jays beat the Red Sox in games, a game where they have four hits. Okay? <laughs> Red Sox are terrible. And the Rangers blew it to them. And then now the Mariners have the A's right now. Mm-hmm. They just got swept by the Dodgers. I, yeah, it's just that, that, that division is bad. And they're, a bunch of them are playing each other. It's just, Jays, you have to do this. It would, it would take a nightmare. It would, ju- it would genuinely have to be at this point. I remember talking, I, I think I already referenced this. I talked to Ben Nicholson-Smith and a mm-hmm. couple of other people about this where I was like, yeah, what does he think the Jays record is going to have to be? And we all thought like, yeah, you know what? Like 10 and 5, 11 and 4, the, that's going to make you feel pretty secure about making this thing, even with these teams playing each other. Now, it really, it really just does feel like keep your head above 500. Keep your head above 500, Blue Jays, and make the playoffs. Please. Give us just the hope of playoffs so that we can be super disappointed and say, I wish they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> no, playoff baseball, that bullpen, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, see, I'm already back on Team Belief. <laughs> You're already back. I'm a sick, I'm a sick person. I'm a sick person. <laughs> uh, I'm sick. What a week can do. I know. It's just a sickness. <laughs> it's a true, true sickness that deep in my heart, I'm like, I see a path. So I would love it. <laughs> the bullpen could just get really hot. And if they just get the starters, they're rolling through them. You could pitching, pitching in the playoffs, man. It's pitching. Vladdy's got us heating up. He's hit that 97. Vladdy has had one bomb over 95 miles per hour, I think, this season. And I'm like, you know, he's really, he's turning a corner. I think he found it. I think he figured something out. All right, quick break. Let's come back. And yeah, we're going to do, in honor of last night, uh, bottom five QBs, but also... Just irrationally low quarterback. Quick break. That's next. Sportsnet 590, the fan. So yesterday, with all that horrible quarterback play, Simon puts in the group chat who are the bottom five quarterbacks in the NFL. So I wrote it down quickly. I think it goes, the worst is Desmond Ritter, then it's Zach Wilson. And I'm just putting starters. Like, I'm not including the backups, duh. Yeah. And I actually left Dobbs off the list because I I do think that he's a backup who a team was just starting. Like, they grabbed him off of a waiver pile. I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't have him in the bottom five. (laughs) No, I don't. Because I'd I'd rather have him than all of these guys today. I have it. Ritter, the worst. Wilson. Then I have, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, Zach Wilson. I'm sorry, but just like so far from what I've seen, I have, like, zero faith in Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. So I have him as third. And then I have Kenny Pickett and Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Those are the five worst guys in the NFL. I like it. I'm happy that you put Pickett in there. I've seen, like... Pickett sucks. I, yeah. All season, with all that preseason oh. hype, I was so confused because I just remember seeing Kenny Pickett play, and at no point was I oh. like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> no, I, the I, guy. Like I, and there's been... There were throws in that game last night, too, where he had time. 
He got yeah. to yeah. set his feet. Didn't yeah. make good plays. You know who else has time? Justin Fields. I will, <laughs> and and right play. now, Steelers fans, I get it. You hate Matt Canada. There's the fire Canada, and everyone made the horrible forest fire joke, and I went, oof. Yeah, that was bad. I know. I really saw multiple bad. people try to make that same joke, and I went, oh, yeah, yeah. no. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, that one would not have killed. I just, I, I, I think they're going to put a new OC in there, and you can't pick it's going to look the same. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I like, they maybe hold yeah. on to that guy for a little while longer, Steelers fans, so that you can continue to have the hope that Kenny Pickett is not Zach Wilson, which I think he is. Anyway, I was going to say that, you know, we're running out of time here, but is there one quarterback that I left off where you're like, no, I have this guy like irrationally a, a low? You got to say it quick if you got it. Tannehill. Oh, but he's not irrationally low. Yeah. I think the two guys who are who get a lot of hype that I'm not sure are all that good uh-huh. are Trevor Lawrence, who yeah. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'm with and that. I'm on team Justin Herbert's got to be oh, good yeah. down the stretch once sometime. Oh, like Ball in his hands, can I like win a game, one. give me something. Yeah, I, I don't think he's in the bottom five, but I'm I'm not big on Daniel Jones at all either. Oh, I love First Daniel Jones. I don't think <laughs> I, love DJ. I don't think he's that guy. He just won me so much all. money on Coward's Parlay that I'm just like, how dare you say? Oh, well, there him? you go. <laughs> I'll save my answer for the podcast only portion. Let's go over there. Subscribe to the podcast. So that you can listen over there. Grab a spoon. All right, podcast time. Sweet, sweet. Good times. We're back. So who's your quarterback? Who's your irrational? Stack Prescott. <laughs> and I know that Cowboys fans were expecting me to say that. If you listen to me. <laughs> he is like just a, a classic. Here's, here's the thing. He's one of those guys where I'm like, I can't name 10 guys better. But if I had to name the 10 guys I feel the least confident about in a big game, I right. could also pick him. Well, it's True. the same thing that I was saying with Herbert of like, it's the whole, that scenario that you always put yourself in as a football fan of like, okay, we're down a score with I get that, a but minute your thing is left. like, you're, you're less high on him though. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, but I, I mean, that's the, the Dak thing too though, right? No, it's but like, Dak thing is, it's not even less high because I think there's a lot of Dak haters and mm-hmm. now there's like burgeoning Herbert haters. My point here is like, who would you have in like the bottom 10? Who would you have right, right, in like right, that right. bottom grouping? And I can't do that with Herbert. And I can't do that, you know, I can't do that with either guys. I will say, you know who else I'm a little, I think my, uh, my brother and I have been going back and forth on this one. Like bad quarterback, not not bad, but like, I think Joe Burrow is a little overrated. Mm. Uh, Joe Burrow has some pretty damn good weapons. And there's just been the the flat Joe Burrow moments have been. How much do you think the calf is affecting him though? That's this year. Yeah, no, I know. I know this year. I know. All I'm saying is I like Joe Burrow. I want Joe Burrow to be the man. Ever since we saw him do the come out in the LSU uniform with Burrow spelt like the the French way, the French way. Yeah. Yeah. And then him smoking cigars and the the mythos around him. There's no denying he's a cool guy. Yeah. I just, you you want him to be the absolute man, but there's just the Cartier frames walking into the stadium. There's just been some moments where I go, Hmm, why is this not looking better? Hmm. Herbert, I, I do think is a victim of more the coach. Like, I just think Herbert is undeniably incredibly talented. Yeah. The that, talent is there. For that's sure. very obvious. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent makes throws that like maybe two or three and other quarterbacks. Like moves outside the pocket yeah. better. Anyway, I just, I just want him to win a game. One I think time. that one's going to click. <laughs> I want him to win. One I want him to win my one point game. with the Dak not, thing. Not even playoff game. Just win a game. <laughs> my point with the Dak thing is I'm like, you have to list him as a top 10 guy. Right. But in my heart of hearts, I'm like, what would Baker look like with the Cowboys? Hey. You know, it's like, it's a, one of those things where I'm sure. like, okay. Derek Carr. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I used to be this way with Stafford though. I used to be like Stafford, I think is really overrated. And how come he just like the fourth quarter comeback stat? I hated yeah. that. And Megatron. Yeah. 
And now I'm fully on. No, Matt Stafford is the man. Yeah. Look at him with this team. <laughs> Puka Nakua can just come out of nowhere. People are like, look at Puka Nakua. I'm like, look at Matt Stafford. Do that well. You see m- m- most receptions through his first two games in NFL yeah. history. Yeah. He's insane. This guy Next just immediately <laughs> changed fantasy football. Some what what round pick is he? Fifth round pick, something like that. Yeah, Sixth round right. pick. Maybe Utah. Yeah, nobody knows who he was. I read somewhere where it's like he's almost got as many receptions as he did in his entire college season last year. Yeah, because he only had four. He had forty. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's college, but he had forty sure. whatever last year. Yeah, sure, sure. But B- that's the thing. BYU. What you just said about the Stafford. Yeah. That's the thing about all these rankings, man. We're just talking in the moment, right? They can mm-hmm. always change. Oh, oh everything can change. Yeah. I'm just saying that I've been pretty consistent <laughs> with Dak where I go. Yeah, and that, yeah. that's, that's all my Cowboys fan buddies know that the second Dak makes a mistake in a big game. The text? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah just, I am there. I never miss a Dak mistake. I'm always hitting Dak mistakes. And Caleb left the room. But it's true. It's He's just back. like Cowboys fans. I think that they deeply at this point. They've given up on the way they felt about Dak in the rookie year where they went, oh, my God. Yeah, is this guy uh, This is the guy. They top, still did whatever. Tony Romo dirty. They still did Tony Romo dirty, you know? And and I don't think Cowboys fans love Dak. I don't think there's a single Cowboys fan that loves Dak anymore. But mm. they feel as though he gets a little too much hate. Mm. We're just like, yeah, you know what? He's had some pretty good weapons. He has pretty good offensive lines. He's had some pretty good, yeah. Yeah. J.D. Ron Kellenmore. Now there's like what? Nakua went to Washington. He's one of your boys. No, yeah, but transfer. He transferred yeah. to BYU yeah. after. He started at yeah. Washington. No, no, if you're a transfer, but the, you're uh, the, the reception stat is a myth. No, it is? Yeah, he, he has 25 uh, NFL receptions, yeah, and he had 107 a, in college. And no, he had 48 no, no. in his last year. 48 in his last year. Yeah, so he's got yeah. two games. He has more than half of his. Yeah. I guess per game, yeah, season. I guess that's fair. But the, uh, the the being the same number is... All right, that's not a necessary stat. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back saying. to my point about Dak Prescott that is so unnecessarily interrupted by stat nerd screw up over here. Um, <laughs> just so you know, J.D., the coolest stats. <laughs> just want to let you know he's a Washington transfer. Anyway, that's done. It. But yes, Callum, you're, uh, yeah, I think your quarterback is very much in the... The Geno Smith, Jared Goff mold where it's when things are going great. He's like a tier above that, but he can sometimes look the the tier below as well. All right. Uh, quick, before we move on to the next topics. My buddy TJ asked me to do a birthday shout out. So mm. I've never done this before. It feels weird to do it too, but happy birthday, Ryan Fredericks. All right. All I got to say is boy, TJ, he's, he's a good friend. Because saying to another man, like, hey, can you shout out my friend on his birthday and me and TJ are friends? And it's like, yeah, sure. Sure, TJ. Mm-hmm. But he even said it. He was like, this is corny. And I went, no, it's not. But it is. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, happy it birthday, is. Happy birthday, Ryan. Yeah, happy birthday, Ryan. Happy Thank birthday, you for Ryan. listening to the show. That's awesome. But yeah, TJ, for him to do that, for you, like to put his pride aside. And he's a proud guy. You gotta, you gotta get him a beer. Pro- yeah, you, you do. A beer. You do. On your birthday, Ryan, <laughs> you should buy TJ a beer. And TJ is the man. I love TJ. But yeah, I, I went, all right, I'll do this for him. I'll do him this simple favor at the cost of your dignity, TJ. That's a simple, <laughs> low, low cost of your, one of your dignities, please. And One now, of your dignities. Yeah, one of your dignities, sir. Anyway, uh, all right, let's keep it moving. What do we got? So there was a story that came out from the MLS last week, uh, a guy named Matko Miljevic, who mm-hmm. was frustrated with his playing time at Montreal and went to go play in a Quebec amateur league, played three games, which aren't allowed to do. He used a fake name to get in. And then he was suspended by the league mm-hmm. for allegedly striking a player in the face 
and then Montreal promptly released him. Wait, he hit somebody? He punched somebody? Yes, he got he struck somebody in the, in in the, the face in the Quebec League. That's how he yeah. got caught. And then he got suspended by the league, and how then they found out that he was using a fake name. Yeah. And they were like, okay, see ya. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I misread this when you sent it. I kind of glossed over it, and mm-hmm. I went, you know what? I'm, I'm into this story because... To me, I would way rather see an MLS player play in an amateur league than mm-hmm. for an MLS team. <laughs> That's fair. No question. Oh, sure. Would you want to watch? Do you want to watch a KHL game or do you want to watch a KHL player play in a men's league game? Yeah. KHL player play in a men's league game. More entertaining. Yeah. Just seeing the level, this difference, difference, difference uh, of skill. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I so the only thing that I can equate this to is when I I when I was at Carlton, I played on a men's league team that made a finals, and it was against the Carlton men's basketball team alumni team. Oh, and I went, oh, this is cool. We're having this fun season. We're having a great time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Rob Smart is just draining shots <laughs> in my face. Wait, you played Carlton ball? Not on the oh, actual no, team. Oh, men's league. Listening? See how Men's excited league. he was, though? Men's basketball. League. I know, he did. Basketball he got so horny right. for basketball. He's like, <laughs> he said a basketball thing. His mind went blank. He's like, oh. Yeah. No, <laughs> Men's League. But the alumni Carlton players played in the same division as us one year. And they were allowed they to play won in the, the championship. Division? Yeah, it was so stupid. And they had a couple of, like, bad players on their team. So it wasn't just purely them. But they... But, like, they're starting five. No, they all... still had a bunch of, like... Well, on the crunch extra... time minutes, the closing no, minutes. they still had a bunch of, like, really good players. <laughs> yeah. And I went, this is so stupid. Yeah, it's not fair. Because... Yeah, and and it was funny too because so Rob Spark beat me up a few times and I and like I scored a couple buckets and every time I was like he, he was so much better than me that I kept going was he letting me score like did he even care to stop <laughs> me because well but to they, this they were, day they were whooping our ass yeah. you know no, so it's like, that's what they'll do if it's like unfair they'll just let you have the yeah let, let you, you know, get like a little bit yeah, yeah just whatever I don't know what the hell still to this day I'm like is this my proudest basketball moment or a saddest basketball moment <laughs> could you imagine being so good you know at like sport, that's that I, I don't know I'm stuck forever I can't even bring that stuff up because it, it could be could be the worst. Yeah. Like he would never remember it. He'd be like, "Yeah, that's uh, yeah." He's like, literally Don Draper. Like, I'm in the elevator with him. He's like, yeah. "I don't think about you at all." I'm like, <laughs> "I think about it all the time." <laughs> Was I good, Rob? It's what? honestly tough though picking what division to play in those rec leagues because in like Toronto's men's leagues, there's yeah. literally eight divisions, yeah. and sometimes the best, like the Carlton guys did, they'll be like, "Yeah, let's go dominate Div Four." You I know? know, I hate those guys. That's that's so dumb. That you see that in hockey said that too. Before. Like guy know, yeah, comes down from Junior A and he goes no. right to the bottom, and it's like, are you kidding? Of course. <laughs> of course, of course, that's a crime. Yeah, that's a crime. Should be illegal. It's a crime. Although, I really can't wait to start all my sports career again at when I hit the forty-year-old leagues and join at forty. Yeah, You're and that be guy. the young pop. Yeah. Yes, hell yeah. yes. I that's people are gonna go. Are you excited to turn forty? I'm like. I'm excited to play sports again. Join the senior circuit. And <laughs> I'm just excited. Dominate. I'm excited. Although I will say, I think that pickleball after playing that last weekend at that cottage, that could be my, that could be one of my new things. Could be your I sport. love this. And my brother, I was talking to him yesterday because he had to admit that my mom and another 70 year old lady beat him and his friend, Rob Prue, who oh. listens to his pod at pickleball. Yeah, man well, gave his government yeah, they, full name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. You, yeah, he needs to. He needed you to put out the full govy. Yeah, my brother and Robert Prue. <laughs> Rob, you got to bury that brother. They lost to a couple seventy-year-old ladies <laughs> in pickleball, and I said I would never because I wouldn't. I would win a hundred percent. No chance. No zero percent chance I would ever lose. You, I, have I played, you played against? Them I played now? one pickleball game, and I already know that there's no shot. There's zero percent chance. I'm. I, I'm telling you, I'm prodigy. If curling wasn't so damn expensive, I'd be a prodigy at that. 
and I would be a prodigy at pickleball. And I'm telling you, I need the listeners to help me out and get me out to pickleball. Mm. Curling, I, I tried. One guy who works for this club, he reached out to me. He's like, oh, you know, this would be great. You could come out to this thing. But you got to find like three team members and yeah. then the entry fees are astronomical. So I'm like, I'm going to pay all this money to get my ass kicked at curling and then have to dedicate one night. Nah, it's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. That's a commitment. It's, this is one of the things that sucks too. too about having a career in sports and not being my boy Sam McKee who will just, you know, be like, I don't care about any of my responsibilities. I'll go play sports. As, uh, <laughs> Sam plays on like 18 rec league teams. He's like, yep. He's, play, he's playing. He plays more golf than a PGA guy. And it's on the course every day. Some people can do that. Yeah. It's like you meet some guys who can cheat where they're like, yeah, I cheat. And you go, I yeah. don't know how you do that. Yeah. I, I, when I'm in a relationship, it's like if I even have like a sniff of a cheat, I'm like in bed. I'm like a horrible person. Yeah. You're equating cheating to playing rec sports. Yeah. Because you're cheating on your career. Ah, uh, I see the connection. Yeah. I've told you, I don't think that you can be a great golfer and have a great career unless your go- career is golf. I think it's just mm. too time consuming. You have to do it way too much. It takes up a ton of focus, a, t- a ton of time. It just, it is what it is. It's but, a personal opinion of mine, but whatever. That's going to piss off people. I know it's going to piss some of you off because golf hardos are the number one sport where you can never really talk about it. But it's like, yeah, I, I used to play golf. I liked playing golf. Mm-hmm. I, it, guess what? I hated being bad at golf. And it's just, you have to play a ton to be yeah, good. You do. You and so unless you have the constitution to actually treat it. And I know some guys who are like that, where they can just go treat it like, yep, I play a couple times a year and I don't really care what I shoot. And I go out there and I don't care if you're one of those type of guys, mm-hmm. then it's perfect. Yeah. But if you're a type of guy like me, where I'm obsessive about trying to get better at the sports I play. Yeah. And that's one of the worst things about getting old and why I quit some things now. Cause I'm just like, nope, <laughs> I know I can't become a better basketball player than I used to be. I'm only getting so worse. It's done, you know? It's done. Retire it. Hang up the jersey. <laughs> Post a photo of me looking good with long hair playing basketball at some yeah, point. Yeah. I from still, an MLS again, player to JD retiring from sports. Again, I would still arm. I would destroy you so badly. Like <laughs> I would get arm and fight back. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Get arm and just like, oh, de- like, especially since like I have a post game. So it's just like, I would post Armin up every single time and just be like, oh, another baby hook for Armin spoon feeding. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Cookies. Cookies. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, what were we talking about? We're talking oh yeah. About this player, the soccer player. Yeah. God, that was a real side tangent. That's what I said. We went from that to you Anyway, retiring. I'd love to see that guy play. Yeah. And classic soccer guy move is losing your cool so hard that you hit a guy at yeah. the rec league game and spoil your MLS career. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. got shot in Toronto earlier this year at a soccer rec game. What? Yes, I'm sorry. It, it's just showing like the Dude, anger. It's too dark. That's yeah, too dark. Was, I'm just saying. It just gets too heated. It gets too stories heated. Like that, that horny again uh, about gets, basketball. <laughs> we talked about basketball. He got so horny, his, bla- his brain blanked out. And he's I'm like, and that guy got shot. It gets heated. <laughs> oh, it gets heated at those. That does. Uh, that's too heated. That records. is too heated. No, but could you imagine being like, hey, I'm playing in this league with my friends. Everybody's got to keep this on the DL. Everybody shut up. Everybody shut up, shut up, shut up, shut yeah. up, shut up. Fake name and everything. Shut up, shut up. He probably playing down a little bit because he's just like he, didn't he scored six it. goals in how many games? Three. So playing down that's a little kinda, bit. I, I was gonna say that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Actually, playing Messi stepped bit. in MLS and scored more <laughs> yeah, than that. I thought the goal yeah. Messi came in and scored ten. Yeah, seven yeah I, that's 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 kind of. <laughs> he the, better have had a lot of assists. Yeah, I thought the yeah. game log would have looked a little yeah. better than that. He better have a lot. I don't see any assist numbers in this article. He better have a lot of them. Yeah. Otherwise, yikes. I saw the six goals, but I was like in three games and I was like, hmm, I thought there would be more than that. I genuinely thought that was going to be that one game. And then one dude slit, like gave him a big hard slide <laughs> yeah. tackle. Just studs He's up. He's like, screw you. <laughs> right you shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. And then he freaked out and slapped him and was like, oh, my career. 
in the MLS making probably yeah. 70 grand because After he's a, a heated altercation, Under. he struck him in the face. Yeah, Mat- Matko. Matko Miljevic. Okay. Anyway, that's cool, man. <laughs> you got... Uh, you got six goals in the amateur league. <laughs> and, and, and a decisive red yeah, card. Yeah, and a really expensive yeah, exactly. red card. Yeah, that was a, that was a real expensive <laughs> red card. Yeah. Anyways, what's next? Uh, were you following along with the whole U.S. jet thing that went missing? No, was not a, at all. Uh, F-35. I think it was like over the weekend. So, yeah, uh, it was a stealth fighter that was flying over. A pilot ejected. Yeah, I don't know how I missed um, this. And I missed this in Roman Empire. Like, I, I didn't catch up with Roman Empire. I was I'll, like, I'll I don't know I'll head on that next after this. Story. No, but I just, I, I saw people doing it. And I was like, yeah, I guess guys do think about Rome, right? Like, yeah. that's it. That's the gist of the joke. Pretty much. Is that, that's the I, entire trend. But I felt personally attacked because I definitely do. Like, I listened to a podcast. That, that's what my question yeah. was going to anyway, be about. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, just like literally that. I like, I love Caesar. I like, yeah, anyway, whatever. Let's move on. I don't want to even talk about this because I don't want <laughs> I feel embarrassed. And uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Everyone shut up about it. <laughs> What was your thing about this jet? Yeah, so the jet. So the pilot ejected, uh, and then they just couldn't find the jet. They had no idea where the jet was. All of a sudden, politicians were like, wait, we don't have a tracker in the jet. The the government asked for the public's assistance in Mm -hmm. finding said jet. And it had stealth Uh, abilities on, so they couldn't, like, track it properly. Even, like, even more Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. So -hmm. anyway, eventually they did find the jet, but it got me thinking, how do you lose an $80 million jet? Mm -hmm. And then it got me thinking... What's the most devastating thing you've ever lost? Have you ever lost anything of value? Yeah. Um, this is a good question. This is a really great question. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good with my stuff. Mm. I'm not a big loser of my possessions. Okay. And so I can think about all of the stuff I've lost. Like uh, every... You have like a Because it's a short list. list. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. a short list. It's a short list. Like I have some friends who they'll, they lose stuff all the time. I, I misplace things, but I generally always find them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've ever lost anything of real consequential value. I've had things stolen from me, mm-hmm. a couple things over the years. But lost, when I was in grade two, Ooh. I had a Blue Jays World Series jacket. Oh, Jean. Jean Blue Jays clean That's as nice. hell jacket the world series one too oh yeah sold that value village when you lost it man. just damn armin gorgeous it was my favorite it was my favorite thing sure yeah i can i can tell and <laughs> can one day why. i was playing soccer or baseball one of the two or yeah, soccer baseball well maybe it's, maybe it was <laughs> california kickball as we call it in the west coast but yeah oh california kickball yeah. never heard that one before yeah we call it california kickball thus west coast Oh, geez. I hate when people say, you're not West Coast, you're North. I'm like, I'm in the Pacific time zone. <laughs> so what if all of our beaches are freezing cold lakes? Yeah, the PT uh, homies. Anyway, um, I remember I got into our Chrysler van. And my mom said, where's your jacket? And I went, oh, my God. And I ran back to the field and it was gone. Mm. And I never got it back. That's devastating. Yeah. I'll never forget it to this day. Also, two. Another article of clothing, similar thing. Mm. When I was in, when, I don't know. I just, every once in a while, I would throw on my old high school basketball warm-up shirt. Sure. Which mm-hmm. I loved. Nostalgia. It, yeah. But yeah, just like had my last name on it, you know. Just, oh, nice. Yeah, it was really clean. Our senior year, we got brand new stuff. And it was just nice. It was like very good colors, good team name, 
good just Yukon imagery on them with the mountains and love cool. my warm up shirt. Loved it. And when I used to go shoot, like I used to go shoot every day, yeah. like, like every day I'd go shoot and sometimes I'd just throw the warm up shirt on. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell, but it just gone. One day it was just gone. Damn. And it's just one of those things where I say, this hurts. This hurts because I wish I still had it. Yeah. I still have, you know, my high school basketball uniform. Still have some old hockey sweaters, right? Mm-hmm. It's nice. But that particular thing was like <laughs> very special to me. Yeah. And I lost it. So that's the thing. I think you always remember the sentimental stuff you lose unless you lost something of like extreme value. Yeah. I've never lost. Actually, sorry. I've lost one phone. I was so drunk. I was in a cab. And it was actually a night I was out with Colby Armstrong. Oh, Colby Armstrong. He and I went out to real sport. We, we actually went like a couple different spots. We were drinking quite heavily. And I was so drunk at the end of the night that I remember I dropped my phone on the cab floor. And I was like, I'll get it later. And then the Sorry. cab drove away and I was like, goodbye, phone. <laughs> and this in was in a cab. Did not this, wasn't, this wasn't like an Uber where it was like, oh, yeah, this guy had it, right? Yeah. This was just like in some, his name and phone number. I don't even stuff. know what cab company it was. <laughs> I just remember it driving away going, no. <laughs> but like too far to chase it down. Oh. It's like, ah. Yeah, dude. And ah. yeah. If I tried to run, I would have fallen down. You know, when you're the perfect amount of drunk and you run, you're like, I'm so fast. Yeah. This was not that. This is beyond that. <laughs> this was, I would have taken five steps and I would have crossed Just my feet up veered and hard to the right. Ended and... up with no phone and a very bloody chin. Uh, so suddenly Bajan Robinson comes out of nowhere. And you guys you lose anything that you're just like heartbroken about? You want to do some therapy? Well, here? so your basketball thing reminded me, like when mm-hmm. I was in grade 12, we got whole new jerseys as well. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to wear my high school basketball jersey, but the high school shorts, they were sick. Yeah. They were baby blue. They had yeah. the KC on them. Baby blue, and our the era. Thing, we, we did that oh, to the yeah. world. We were like, we need baby blue, more baby blue. And it was yeah. like, no, you don't. The <laughs> thing that got me was I know who took these shorts. My friend Sam Ooh. Lewis, she took them. And I and I have asked for them back several you, times. Did you hook up? No. And I have asked for Ouch. them back several times. I bet she doesn't have them anymore. But Sam, if you're listening and you have the, <laughs> Send them to me. I still want Wait, them how did, back. How did she get them? Like, she, did, oh, she I just, don't know. I like, can't remember. Like a cottage party no, where I, she borrowed them say, or something. There's this is this is a a real criminal thing women do. Is a real criminal thing. The clothes borrowing. No, it's like it's not even just that though. You try to always give whenever it's like women over. It's like you always try to give them a hoodie that you don't want to wear anymore. Mm. You're like you can have this. Yeah, this is actually yours. And like, no, I want your favorite one. Mm. Like, hmm. And it's always, they always want to take one they like and that looks, it's like you're just getting in an Uber, you know? <laughs> like, I know, but this one's cozy. And you're like, okay. That's why I wear it. <laughs> and you're like, you promise I'll get this back, right? Or t-shirts, same thing. Yeah. They never want to go to bed in your crappy t-shirts that I sleep in just fine. Yeah. You know? The crappy t-shirts I keep are supposed to be for around the apartment and yeah, I wear sleeping. them. They're good enough for me. Yeah. And then a girl wants to sleep at your place and they're like, can I go through the top t-shirt drawer? And you're like, God, no, <laughs> but then you have to. And yeah, I have yeah. so much. I have some exes of mine have such good clothes of mine <laughs> that I would kill to have back. Kill. Cause they would just rob t-shirts. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. Women should be all be in prison. She knew that <laughs> <laughs> for this, every woman who's it's like, that's theft. That's theft. She you knew should, they were my favorite. You shorts. Hoodies? I wish to cost. She took like, them anyway. Ma'am, 
Come out. Well, we're going to break the door down. We're going to battering oh ram this goodness. door because you stole Simon's shorts. And, they're and you're out there with the cops like, this is her place for sure. That's, that's, I know you got him, Sam. That's the woman officer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this is totally a thing. Ugh. Yeah, so, yeah. so that reminded me, and I'm still furious about it. I got to say, too, oh. ladies, if you're out there and if there's any ladies that listen to this this far in, <laughs> like if you have a sick thing like that, that's Simon's, and you could give it to some guy. And you don't hate him. If you hate his guts and he was a jerk, yeah, screw him. You know, that's the <laughs> yeah. price you pay. That's the price you pay. <laughs> yeah. If, if the guy's a jerk and genuinely one, it's like, yeah. But if you want to do something real nice and you have, like, a pair of, like, sentimental shorts or a sentimental hoodie, yeah. And you just out of the blue return that? It would make a dude's oh. day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Simon's month yeah. would be it would, so Oh, dude, better. I would be so pumped. I would I be tell so you, pumped. I, I could, if, like, the police came to me today, they'd be like, please outline all of the different hoodies and clothes that have been stolen from you. <laughs> And the women that have taken them, I'd be like, yep, yep, I could do that list right now, immediately. <laughs> I could put this together. Yeah. Ten seconds or less. Bing, bing, bing. Every one of them of consequence anyways. I'd be like, ding, ding, ding. Remember when you were younger, and this is only for Simon, this isn't for the rest of you young boys, <laughs> is when having DVDs or CDs, if you lent those to a friend, like oh, yeah. you knew where those were, man. Yeah. And that was the worst fight you could have with your friend in university was, hey, yeah. man, I gave you my Sin City DVD, and you need to give it back. <laughs> that was a perfect pick. <laughs> yeah. That was hey, a man, perfect pick. you have my Sin City DVD, and I, yeah. You yeah. sure that was me? Yeah, I don't think that was me, man. I don't think, I don't have your Sin uh, City DVD. Yeah, I, I never saw think, it, bro. I don't think that yeah. was me. Sin City was the perfect pick you yeah. could have had there. What's next? Really I good will, job. I will say that, like, the... Yeah, movie that we really loved at the time, yeah. and now just, like, Really good job. Anyway. Haven't seen it. No, we'll yeah, never exactly. watch it no, again. No, we'll never watch it again. <laughs> the By far the most depressing thing I ever lost was I used to have a cross on this chain, and I got it with my mom, and it was really sentimental to me, and then my class broke mm-hmm. when I was walking somewhere, and all of a sudden, like, I looked down, and I was like, oh, what's going Oof. on? And my chain was, like, hanging off, and I... You couldn't backtrack that one? I looked for three hours. I was mm. on the ground. I was, like, digging up. It was in the snow. It was in the snow. No, snow, yeah. Snow it was, was in the toast. snow. There was, yeah, it was slush. And I looked for hours. I went back no. the next day and looked, and I, I never found it. And no. it was pretty crushing. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And then <laughs> you've never had a girlfriend, so you can't relate to the hoodie story. So, anyways, next. What do we got? <laughs> I think I'm 23. <laughs> oh, 23. Anyway, by the way, they were the girlfriends I have. I thought I was 23. They, Four. They did find the plane, by the way. <laughs> Four whole girlfriends. JD, I put Everybody. all my time and yeah. money into the show. Yeah. Oh. I was like Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's next? I don't know if you want to be Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, by the way, they, they, they also found the plane. It was yeah, they crashed in yeah, North good. Carolina. Nice, anyway. good. Nice. Way to find a plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after hours of not finding it. If they lost Malaysia flight three seven, that was different though. Wow. Yeah, I mean that didn't even have a tracker, and they lost. Or it wasn't incognito like this one. Was. Yeah, yeah, but the Malaysia one is weird because it's like I think the prevailing theory is the pilot was committing suicide. Yeah, and he drove them. They out. turned off the black yeah, box. Turned this. off the. Yeah, I watched that whole dot. The like yeah, the, the three part dot. Yeah, Armin's looking at me like he has two heads. Like the guy didn't want to be found. He's like the pilot. There was debris. There's been debris found yeah. all over the Pacific. They, they found smashed a up flight plane. simulator in his yeah. house that had logged a flight where yeah. he exactly where he went. Yeah. No, yeah, this dude. This dude was yeah a bad dude. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what's next? So there was an article that came up from the New York Post. Um, Lysol. Did a survey of 2,000 people about cleaning their homes um, <laughs> okay. to, to promote a new product. So yeah. the results, uh, 68% spent an entire day cleaning and sanitizing a specific room of their home, most commonly the kitchen. Hold on, say that again? So 68% of the survey said they will spend an entire day cleaning a specific room in their home, most commonly the kitchen. Uh, that's by, not true. What do you mean an entire day? Like, like they'll, they'll devote like an entire day of making sure like their, their rooms are clean. 
Oh, the, one day a week they'll devote to cleaning. Yes. Okay, that's better. You're yeah. saying like they'll devote an entire day to cleaning their kitchen. I'm like, what? No, that doesn't hours. make that's any sense. Just that, kitchen. That, that is how it was written, but I, I read the rest yeah, of the article yeah. and that's how it was led to believe. Yeah, and no, like, it wasn't they, Joe's fault, the guy on the show who can't read, but yeah, for sure. I can't or, read at yeah, all. I know, yeah. <laughs> You're terrible at reading. And you always read it was so boring. It's like, I'm like, how do I get through this? It's like, I get, I check out. I try, like, to, I try to make sure I'm reading the words right. I know. Try, okay, try Joe. Try you. to just keep the audience engaged. How often do you clean your space? How often should you clean your space? So basically the survey is saying that most people clean their place once a week. Mm. Yes. Deep clean. Mm. Deep clean. Like deep clean, deep kitchen, bathroom, bedroom. 64% they say? 68. 68%. They'll spend an entire day cleaning. Yeah. That uh, that that percentage is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> that, that percentage is a lie. There's no way that 68% of people do that. I would do that because mm-hmm. I'm half Eastern European. Hey. I was raised by a father who thought we should vacuum every day. <laughs> every day. Do you have that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you got the same thing. Yeah, actually, you got some of that. Dutch, they they they, they clean a lot. Armin, no. International you... call with the vacuum at nine a.m. Hundred percent every Saturday. Every Saturday you go. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like, yeah. asked. I was gonna say immigrant family. You know, like, and mine. I have half of my family that's what two generations back. Same mm-hmm. thing. Like first generation immigrants. My grandparents on one side. Yeah. It's like for them cleaning it it just a necessity yeah like if i didn't have my bed made and my well my grandmother who i call my vet's mumming like to her that's just disgusting behavior that i cannot have a dirty space mm-hmm. cannot have it and i have guy uh, like obviously i grew up going living with tons of different dudes not built like me that would be tough no it is it's mm. like living with different dudes when you're clean is very hard yeah i'm say this i'm messy like, I don't like to make, I'm, I'm not crazy. I don't make my bed. I'm not in the military. No, I heard you guys say the other day you make your bed. You guys no, all make your bed in the morning. No. I don't, Austin I don't, doesn't? No. Wasn't Austin it? doesn't make his, okay, dude, dude, I would. Austin's the least I would say, I would say that if, if you told me like, hey, you can win a million dollars if you guess exactly how many times Austin has made his bed in his life, I'd be like two. <laughs> <laughs> two times. Twice. Like honest, it, well, and, and if the question was unassisted, like not told by his girlfriend, make your bed or like his father, you know, like zero, <laughs> <Nailed>. <laughs> zero times has he ever made his bed? I bet you even when he cleans his sheets, he's just like, <laughs> he's a rat. He's just getting, the, he's like, yeah, good. Close enough. You know, like I, I just can't see it. I can't see it ever happening. No. Um, I definitely clean at least once a week. I definitely deep clean my bathroom once, like more than that, because I clean my toilet quite a bit. Like yeah, any yeah. sign of anything with the toilet, got to be cleaned. Got to be cleaned. Same with the bathroom sink. I only have one bathroom in my place. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's got to stay tidy. Yeah. Like it just, it does. And it's only me. It's, you know, I got a good place, three bedrooms. I wish there were two bathrooms because like I wish I could just funnel strangers and be like, go yeah. to the other one. Yeah, instead use of that one. My please. ensuite essentially being the, the like only bathroom because it's an older apartment. But either way, it's like, yeah, I got to keep my bathroom clean. I'm not as good with cleaning the shower. Like the right. shower is one where I always have to remind myself like, yeah, clean the shower. And mm-hmm. it's like, I think like a guy where I go, but it's just water and soap in the shower. Yeah. And like, it the, cleans itself. It's cleaning itself every day. <laughs> yeah. That's well, a, da- that's a bad one. The, but the, the but, soap gunk. You but gotta... if you walk into my apartment at any time, my kitchen is always spotless. And so is my bathroom sink and toilet. My mm-hmm. room is messy, but the floors, I would say, I don't know, I probably mop the floors once every two weeks. 
Mm-hmm. Do you go like old school mop or you got the Swiffer no, wet no, jet? No, no, I got the Swiffer wet jet. But I sweep first and then Swiffer wet jet. I don't have the mop and bucket. If, if that was the case, I would never do it. Yeah. <laughs> mop water, disgusting. Like yeah. it's, it's Well, th- then you have to like pour it all out. Then you got to pour it back in. And, yeah. yeah. I just do it in the most eco-angry way ever, yeah, which is like sure. I go through a hundred Swiffer wet <laughs> yeah. wipe things. It's like Pumping as soon chemicals as they're like a there. little black on the bottom, I'm like, next! Yeah. <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> Okay, no. traditionally though, our parents like picked one day and they did it. Do you guys do that? No, Saturday. I don't. No. Just whenever I don't it's dirty, either. I get to it. Yeah. I have some time. Saturday. When it's when it's when it's time. When it's our, it's this time. article also says like people will decide they need, they need their house to be clean and then they wait five days to actually start cleaning it. That's the average response. Yeah. Who waits five days when you decide no, that I your house that. needs to be clean? I do, that. No, I, do, I do that too. Like where it's like where if if it's like I got to clean, yeah, if I've got to clean my living room or you know or my office. My office is the worst because. Mm. My office is definitely the space where right now with no Leafs talk, it's not on camera and I don't have to use it as often because like my real office is sitting in front of the TV and watching sports. Yeah. yeah. Like I like having the office, but it's really kind of a fake Or office. this. It's like, yeah, I go in my office sometimes. I just try to write. And I'm like, hmm. And I'm like, hmm, TV's <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> and I could, I, I have been meaning to put up this other TV in the office, but I just haven't gotten around to it. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so like, it just ends up being like a clutter room. And so true. all the time I'm always like, you need to clean the office. You need to clean the office. You need to clean the office. And then just like with most men, it's like if there's a girl coming over, I'm like, okay, yeah, really time. Got time to this clean. is a motivator. Like, <laughs> we're going to get on this. We're going to take care of this. And then they go in the office. They look at it for two seconds. And I'm like, take a longer look, please. I cleaned this whole office for you. I You'll like notice it. the windows have been yeah, windexed. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that, I, I don't know. Most dudes I know do not clean that often. And I, I have known guys. And once you get older, that changes. But in my 20s. For sure. There were some guys, I've had roommates before where I'm like, what would it have to get to for you to yeah. pick one up? And that sucked too, because I was always the roommate where I had, I, I, would, say, I would say it. Yeah, I know. And then I would do it anyway. So I'd say it and then just do it. And it just sucked. I was in a horrible cycle. Yeah. Horrible cycle. I swear some people like they allow their room to be just become an, a new ecosystem. And then they're like, okay, now I'll clean it. I'm like, you have three new species living in your room. Can I yeah. tell a quick story? What do you start? mean now? Yeah, yeah. We stayed over at my buddy's house in Queens. It was his second or third year. And then we woke up in the morning and there's like six of us sleeping in the living room because there's no space. Yeah. He starts cooking us breakfast. He, <laughs> we were cooking pancakes. He used a new pan for each pancake that he was making. And his roommate, the only girl living in the house just came downstairs and lost it on him. And it was just like, it just goes to the point of like, when you're living with the roommates, especially at university, like, it's just a shit show. Yeah, I... <laughs> oh, bleep that. Armin swearing. My bad. Wow. Bleeping Armin. Armin. New guy filling in on the show. Callum, uh, 10.30 for reference. 10.30 for reference. Oh, I got Armin. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't I've just known dudes. I just, I've just known dudes who've had huge mice infestations, cockroaches, just oh, disgusting oh, bathrooms. Yeah. I couldn't do the bugs, man. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, there's definitely been Couldn't that. do and the bugs. I, I've just known. Yeah, I remember, well, actually, my friend Sean, who I had on the podcast a couple of weeks mm, ago, Jets him fan. and another guy, they lived in a place that... I think they killed like a hundred mice in two days. Like they had a full blown infestation. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was crazy. They were just like, they were literally like batting them with frying pans. <laughs> same thing. Like killing them with what? brooms and kill. Yeah. No, for real. Holy. Like they, no, dudes are disgusting. It's a war girl. That's a war zone. Actually, I will say this though. Girls, when, when girls are gross, they're, they're the grossest of us all. Like they'll, they're the they'll kick it up to a different level. You ever go into a, like a dirty girl's bathroom? Oh my God. 
You're like, what the hell is this? And they just got like all their junk everywhere, and it's just like, yeah, the toilets are black hair. No, yeah, it's just like, yeah, girls can be disgusting. It looks like the upside downs coming out of the sink. It's more likely. It's more likely that if girls are living together, that the place will be clean, and it's more likely that a woman will be like clean and organized. I think than than a guy. Yeah, but yeah, I think that the. There's the the greatest offenders in terms of like can do it in ter- like the get the, the grimiest of the grime mm. rugby player dudes <laughs> and some women very specific <laughs> yeah oh yeah rugby player if you're a guy who's a rugby player then I already know that you've Dirtbag. you've lived in like the you've lived in disgusting homes like there's just no shot that you didn't like it's just a, that's just, just lost a fact. our whole rugby that's audience. a scientific fact no scientific fact that is anyways what's next uh. College football world was a buzz when they found out about Colorado State kicker Jordan Noyes being 31 years old and having a wife and three kids. Did you see this? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like kickers are just a different sports universe, though, where I sure. just don't really. They, it's like they that that is an oddity, though. Yes, yeah. that you're allowed to do. But if you have the eligibility, you're a kicker. Why like, not? He's why a, not? He was a Brit. My question isn't even really about uh-huh. him. It's just how what is the longest field goal you are confident that you could make right now? 30 yards. 30 yards? Yeah. I think I can make a chip. Like, I'm assuming I don't get, just get one try. Or do I get 10 tries and a coach? Like, what's like, the scenario? Because if you told me, hey, what's the distance you think you could make right now cold walking into it? I would say none. There's none. No, like, no. I'm saying, like, you, you've warmed up or whatever, but I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. confident, like, you're coming up and striping one kick. What's the distance that you feel confident that you can make it from? Yeah, like 30 yards, I would say. I'm not, like, a crazy power leg guy. Oh and God! I can't kick any. I was the worst soccer I, player. That's, that's what I mean. I was a, I was a toe punter. Yeah. So that's what you call it, right? Toe, <laughs> yeah, toe punter. Yeah, toe punt. I was a toe punt guy all the way in soccer. I didn't <laughs> even understand the concept of kicking the ball. The I was striking way. it with the side of your foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, buddy, thirty you know. and thirty yards for me is like a pipe dream. I yeah, wouldn't even so, be close. So it's like I think I could get thirty yards. Yeah. I think I could get the technique down and pipe a thirty-yard field goal. I don't think that's that hard. And then but the I think would be anything, like, that would have been good from 35. No, but that's what I'm saying. I think anything beyond that, like, there's no shot I could kick a 40-yard 40 40 field goal. Like, yeah. no shot. No, 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 no. I actually want to try it. Yeah. I've, I've never tried to kick a field goal before. You'd probably, really? You'd, yeah, being a soccer player, I think that that would help you a lot. Like, yeah. that would help you a lot. You're used to the mechanics of it. For mm-hmm. me, what was that Keanu Reeves football movie? The Replacements? What yeah. was it called? Yeah, yeah The Replacements. I definitely the kicker was the best guy. Football, yeah. the cigarette smoker. And he was the lanky... He was the guy from Little Nicky. He was yeah. a bad guy. That was sick. Yeah, I know. I, forget, I, I don't know what that games, guy's name dude, is. But I don't know what that guy's name is, but he's funny. That I would actor, rewatch that movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that actor is funny. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it probably wouldn't hold up. As it was okay. just on TBS all yeah. the time, yeah. I remember as a kid. Yeah, Gene Hackman. Yeah. And <laughs> movies used to be the bomb. Yeah. Everybody just get everybody for a now. crap movie. Come on. They'd be like, yeah, Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman are on this. <laughs> I read this movie about scabs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what's next? Uh, did you want to hit on the Roman Empire thing? Or no, no, really. I get it. I get that. it. It's just like making fun of guys and how long do you think about or how often do you think about, think the, about the Roman, Roman Empire? Empire and guys say every day, okay. Uh, but yes. I just, I, yeah, like, I don't understand why it got to be, but it's already gone, right? Like, it's already dead. It's, yeah. This it's was like much. a one-day trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was it there. It was trending it was gone. the day I sent it, yeah, and yeah. then now it's, and now it's gone. It's so, yeah, go, move on. Yeah, I feel like it's dead. So there's a report yesterday, uh, Mark Spears on NBA Today said that a mystery Eastern Conference team has emerged in the pursuit of Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm kind of hearing rumors about another Eastern Conference team. I'm not going to throw it out there just yet. Do you think that is just a bluff by Miami to... Uh, get a better package from Portland, or do you think there actually is another Eastern Conference team that's threatening? Even though why would said, that be a Miami bluff? Uh, sorry, Portland bluff. Portland bluff to get Miami yeah. to get a better package. Sorry. Um, um, yeah, I I don't know who the hell the team would be. I'm mm. sure Atlanta was trying to get Pascal Siakam. Why wouldn't yeah. they try to do something with Dame? Then you're like, ah, well, they already have the two guards. That doesn't make sense. 
Chicago is somewhere in the middle of just yeah, they're, they're nightmares. Purgatory. So I could see them going like, Hey, do you want something with like Zach Levine? And we yeah. use, it's just like, I could maybe, Milwaukee I could see the Sixers make sense just from a competitive window standpoint. The Sixers don't make any sense because there's nothing no. that they would do to take James Harden back and then nope. a bunch of like, they don't have the assets for it. And James the Harden team, would never. Yeah. The only team that I thought of that would be kind of interesting is, uh, the Orlando magic. Mm. Orlando. Yeah, because I could see Orlando wanting a thing where they say, hey, you're already willing to, like, you want to come to Florida. Yeah. Right? But Dame wants to win a championship. But I could see them saying, hey, we actually have, like, Wagner, who Mm -hmm. is awesome. Yeah, Yeah. Bancaro. And, yeah, Bancaro, first overall pick. And then if they were to say to a team like Portland, hey, we'll give you some contracts and we'll give give you Jalen Suggs, we'll give you future Portland picks, you know, like – I feel like they just have the pieces. They were in on guards. They wanted Fred. They struck mm-hmm. out on that. I could they I did. could kind of see how that makes sense. Because the other groups, like, you could say, like, oh, well, wouldn't Milwaukee want him? Yeah, but they have nothing to give. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Cleveland might be a player. But why would Cleveland? Because they, Darius Darius Garland, they, they already have Garland. You would trade picks. Darius Garland for Damian Lillard? They already have Garland and Mitchell. Yeah, see, this is what I mean. It's like you say you like basketball and you know basketball, and then you say something like that, and it's like, okay, so you've never why? watched what's, basketball. What's Darius Garland? Darius Garland today is he'll be- never be an all-star again. He'll never be an all-star again, Darius Garland. But he, he reached it. He's, he's how much do you want to take that bet? I'll bet you a thousand dollars that he is. I'll do a twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a twenty bucks. Yeah, guess guess what? I'm gonna collect that twenty dollars from you. I'm gonna collect that twenty dollars from you like okay. this year. Darius Garland is so good, Arvin. Yeah, he's he's awesome. so good. He had a down year last year. He is okay, so freaking good. He is unquestionably, without a doubt, far more valuable than Damian Lillard today. I trade it, him, Jared Allen, and a pick, and I get Damian Lillard, and I have Donovan Mitchell, and I have Evan Mobley. That's crazy. This is a, that was, was one of the worst basketball takes I think I've ever heard. Like genuinely, that is oh, one of. And then just what do you just run Mitchell and Dame the yeah. whole year? It's like, like you're Mitchell, gonna trade Dame, the and Evan Mobley, twenty-three-year-old no, kid, no guard who, can who is the guard fifth round anyone. or fifth overall pick for who can, a thirty-plus Garland guard. He can't guard anyone either. He's I, got a better shot than Dame does. I, I don't know. This what? is a, this is a pretty wild take. No matter what his stats were, field goal percentage-wise, he's not a better shooter than Dame. I mean, he shot four ten from three last year. <laughs> I, I'm just. Damian Lillard is the second best shooter ever behind. Steph Garland's Curry. also a better playmaker. Ever. Literally, Garland's ever. also Whoa. a better playmaker. You can't just. This is this is this is a that. wild. This is a wild take. Damian Lillard. If you is investigate this now, <laughs> thirty-three years old. He will be thirty-four this season. Darius Garland coming off an All-Star season where he's averaging twenty-two and eight, and a part of a young core in mm-hmm. Cleveland. You would trade him plus. Jared Allen, another all-star center, another all-star center for a 34 year old guard who has never won a lick because he can quote unquote shoot, which is the best skill set that Darius Garland has. Like this is the end of this discussion. You're there's no more (laughs) rebuttal for me. There's no Damian Lillard guys. There's no more. You guys are acting like they're comparable. There's no more rebuttal from you. This is called the Jay Bunkers podcast. This is not anything to do but with you. But you also said throwing Jared Allen, who's no, their best no, rim protector. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. 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 You can't trade him straight up. Yeah, I mean, you, you're right. You can't. <laughs> you because can't. No, because you can't. there's no scenario in any reality in which the Cleveland Cavaliers would even say, like, maybe. Like, no, they, they wouldn't. There's 0%. zero percent. Zero, 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 <laughs> negative a thousand percent chance. Anyway, I just think that there's, yeah, that, that could be a team that would do it, Orlando, a team that's looking to take a step and that would offer a bunch of assets. I just... Damian Lillard is going to continue to make this impossible. And that's why I feel like this is going to be just like Harden where both guys enter the season on the same team and it's just ugly. And we continue to hear about it. 
and it's a nightmare for NBA fans. I really, yeah, I, I hate the story. Yeah. And I, I just, ugh, yeah. It's so annoying now. Yeah. Every time people report, it's like, okay, just tra- trade or not trade. Mm-hmm. Like, just make a decision, please. We can't do pod only tomorrow because we're up against Leafs Media Day. Mm, so we have to right. be in the other studio. We got to be over there with the rest of the normies. Yeah. I know. I know. By the way, um, no, not this. Don't care. Let's do one more and let's get out of here. I don't care about Yager. Anything, Joe. Pick one thing and then I'm going to tell you that it's wrong. <laughs> I was going to say, did you see the video of the Iowa cheerleaders fans falling down in front of the entire stadium when he was doing a backflip in the end zone? Um, a little crowd entertainment and then I didn't see it. publicly embarrassed. Yeah. In front of 69,000 people. Does a backflip, lands, pants, fall down. Still sticks the landing, though. I don't know. That doesn't sound that embarrassing. It kind of sounds cool, actually, if you stick the landing. You stuck the landing? If you fell down and your pants fell down, it would be really, yeah, you would go, (laughs) pants just fall down. Like, what what do you mean? Like, his pants unbuckled, he's wearing, was he wearing boxers, compression shorts? It it, it looked like sweatpants or something like that. It was like, it it looked looser. No, but what was he wearing underneath? Oh, just boxers. Normal boxers? Yeah. Fine. If he's wearing tidy whiteies, then <laughs> you're okay, like, okay, different story. That's a tough one. That's different an embarrassing story. one. What's the question? Well, the question is like, do you have any stories about like, like what's the worst moment of public embarrassment you've had to endure in your life? Hmm. I have a bad one. Go. I, so I, I was in a play. Yeah, <laughs> grade play? Set, this is a, already the best. Filler on the roof. Nice. I've been in two plays. Okay. actually. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I was in a play, and we were. Who were you? I was so in Filler on the Roof in grade seven. I was a dancer, and I had to balance like a bottle on oh, my that's head. It? Do you, you remember? Just, you didn't have an actual no, role. In grade just a eight, I played dancer. Rolf in The Sound okay, of Music, nice. and I had wow. a solo, a singing solo. Oh, oh my god! But, wow. but oh my god! I killed it. You did it well. Sing, sing for everyone right now. No, sing one. Yeah, sing, sing one little Rolf line. Oh, I got. I got one little. Yeah. I am sick. No, sing for real. Sing for real. I, I can't be put on the spot. Yes, to sing you can. For real. Yes, you can. All right, go. Well, you were a, a child of the stage. <laughs> I was great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, yeah, try again. It's like, like, it's like... No, hold on. Everyone, it's okay. We believe in you. <laughs> I do. Kill I, it. Believe kill it. I do. I know. I, do I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you. I am sixteen. No, you gotta sing. Come on, come on. That's I'm not, trying. That's not how you sing in the play. I'm sixteen, dude. I hadn't hit puberty yet. I was fourteen, so my voice is gonna sound yeah, way different. Yeah, so try to hit it the from, way you did it from the soul. Yeah, from, from the soul. soul. From the you know how to sing. You can stand up so you can use your diaphragm. Oh, you want me to stand up? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm oh, standing yes. up now. Standing. I'm covering the camera. Stand back from the microphone. Joe, you got covering the camera. Joe, you're gonna kill this. Okay, yeah, I only know it. like the one, the one. That's fine. Just give though. me one good thing, but okay, sing it for real. You ready? Yeah. Move this up. Yeah. I am sixteen, no, going on it. seventeen. You're, maybe you're, you're toxic. I'm too naive. All right, you blew I can't, it. I no, can't you, do it. You choked. Yeah, it's fine. You're a choker. I got it. Uh, all right, so I can't, I can't sing it like that anymore. Oh, that would have been so great. I used great. to have like the I, I really, am sixteen. That's a little Love better, that. but also just yeah. Love uh, that. Oh wait, like so what you? How do you embarrass yourself? Yeah, worse than what you no, just so did so now. The, the grade seven. <laughs> I, I used to have like a like I had to balance a bottle on my head. And we were perform, uh-huh. we were performing for like all. It was grandparents' days. So we we're performing for all the grandparents. grandparents the entire grandparents gym. Day. The entire gym's this packed. This is what's good about having young guys on the show is they remind you of things like yeah. grandparents' day was a thing. Yeah. So I had the I had the bottle bouncing on my head. Like it was the wedding scenes. We had to go in and do like the whole wedding thing. Yeah. We're like doing our dance and whatever. And my bottle 
And like, in, like everybody's looking at us. We're the only people on the stage. My bottle, which was like magneted to the top of our hats, because mm. obviously we couldn't balance it and dance at the same time. But sure. it starts to fall, and eventually it just looked like a unicorn, and oh. it was just sticking to the front of my thing. And the entire crowd just started laughing. My face goes beet red, and eventually mm. I just booked it off the stage. You ran off the stage. I, I finished like the last set of the dance, bailed, and I was wow. like, I can't. And then like, luckily, like the boys passed it off, and everything was mm-hmm. okay. But I was just like, I had a unicorn bottle for like. 30 seconds, and every grandparent would just stare at me like, is this kid okay? <laughs> I do like the idea that it was, was just a bunch of grandparents I was 12 years old, mortified. Yeah. I'm like, I just made myself look so bad in front of everyone. Nailed the dance, though. I, I can't. I'm trying to think about, like, public embarrassments that I've had, like, in, in a big crowd, and that's a mm. harder one to have. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really trying to pin one of those down. Like, I've had embarrassing moments like class before, right? Where you Mm. do something stupid and you're kind of embarrassed or you do something in front of a girl. I thought about when I was a little kid, my mom let my crush into my room while I was trying to pick out clothes and she caught me in my tidy whities. Wow. Yeah, with her sister. Oh. Yeah. And I was, yeah, I think I was like 10, you know, like just starting to get real deep crushes and her name was Amy and her and her sister Katie both came in my room and they giggled. Oh, and, I, and I turned around too because I was like, I turned around and my mom was like, Your friends are here. And I like looked at us, turned around, and I was just standing there 10 years old in my tidy white. He's like, probably lost it. Oh, I, I'll never forget it. Oh, I hated my mom. I hate her to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, she's never been the same to me. Like, total traitor. Not even like throw me a, is it all right to come in? Just classic boomer mom move where it's just like, Oh, everything that you have is yeah. mine and I don't need to check with anything. And just Here's like, your friends. Yeah, let me in there, and that that was tough. That yeah, was really that would tough. Be tough. Um, I don't know how you even need to come back from that. That's, yeah, no, that one was oof. really, really tough. Sports ones don't count because it's just yeah, like everybody you're a makes kid mistakes. You suck at you, everybody sucks, and so you make big mistakes. Yeah, I let in a bad overtime goal though once where it was like a guy flipped the puck up. And it was just like, you just floated. And if I just let it go, it would have been nothing. But for some reason, I tried to reach out with my glove and it just touched the tip of, and the puck like literally rolled down my shoulder into the net in overtime oh. in a tournament, like in a in a non-round robin playoff game. Oh, like a semifinal yeah, or something yeah. like that. It was like, yeah, I think it was a quarterfinal game. But uh, anyway, and, and the worst part was like, this team was way worse than us. And we were... You should have never been in overtime. No, and but it was just like, I'd already let in a bad goal that game. And then I did this and it was just like, and the other team was just like having such a good time. And I still remember like, cause this, I was young. I think I was 13 and our best player cried. Oh. <laughs> was like, yeah. Cause the, he cried at 13. And I was like, come on, Derek. <laughs> You're <laughs> our is, leader. This is a bit much. Don't you think? But I felt bad. Like I, you, you know, this is one thing that sucks about being goalie. And this is why I would never let a kid be a goalie is that. It's just like you can feel the hate of the parents when you're bad. Ooh. That's the one where you're like, you're on the team bus, and especially for us, like we're Team Yukon, mm. where it was like we oh, drive Team Yukon, yeah, we drive way back. Home. Yeah, it's like you'd be on a 28 hour bus ride. It's like, <laughs> yeah, so about those 14 goals you let in against Prince George, we're like, yeah, so a tough weekend, <laughs> yeah, so, eh? Anyway, uh, public embarrassment though. Hmm. Mine wasn't as bad just because like it wasn't really. Yeah, it wasn't. My you were like, I got a good one, and then it was like, oh, okay. wasn't really like you were like, ten and a bowl fell off your head, and then you I, cried like a little baby boy. I didn't, I didn't cry. Yeah, I just failed. <laughs> it's like nobody else has a good one. Like a time that you're still to this day, like you wake up sometimes, you're like, Oof, that was embarrassing. Yeah, like, I can't think of one. Man, I was so embarrassed. I can't believe that that happened to me. I once one time I was at when I was in second year university, I was at a party. And it was like just a big part. And I don't know why I was like hammer drunk and there was like a chandelier people were breaking or something in a house. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why I was probably trying to impress some girl. I was trying to fit in, I was trying to be really cool. And I jumped up and I tried to headbutt it and I got a huge cut in my head. And my, my, and I did make, I did make core friends off of this, but I just, it was legitimately like, you got a dart in your neck, second old school reference though, where it was like, your head's really bleeding. And I was like, yeah, cool. And I went home and I was like, whoo, that sucked. I was just bloody and girls were looking at me like, you're a freak. Like, I was like, Yeah. Cool freak, but inside I was melting down. Like I was having, I was like, why did I do that? Why was I such a tryhard in this moment? Just full bloody panic Just wanted attention. <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, crazy, but you know when you cut your head and it's like, it bleeds a lot. So I was like, I was gross. Yeah. Like I was disgusting. And like, I was literally walking outside and girls be like, ew, you disgusting. Well, there's like, blood in your nah. shirt and stuff. There's blood in your shoes. Uh, I was and like, no, nah, yeah. it's cool. And I really deep down I do. I was like, this is gross. I'm covered in blood and <laughs> yeah. at a party and I'm trying to like muscle through it. Cause you can't just go home. No. He'd just be like, well, come ahead. I'm going to leave the party now. And then everyone's going to be like, you suck. At yeah. least some of the dudes that I met at that party stayed my friends for a very long, long time. So kind of worth it. But I was Did definitely. Did they at least help you? Like and give you stuff to clean no, up it the wasn't, blood? No, it wasn't even like that. It was like, that's what oh. I mean. It was like my head was bleeding and it was like bleeding in a like spot. But it wasn't like gushing. It wasn't like a real traumatic, horrific oh, okay, injury. Okay. It was just like you bleed out of your head a little bit. And it's just like, yeah, I grabbed like probably some toilet paper and I did that, but it already, the damage was done. Like it already (laughs) leaked down my face. Your reputation was already smashed on the top of the shit. On my shirt. Like I just look like a dirty, bloody guy. Like it was, yeah. (laughs) It's not a good look. You don't want to be, you don't want to be a puke guy. You don't want to be a bloody guy. The only time you puke before a couple of times in in public, it's been pretty embarrassing. Yeah, Yeah, we all all have those stories. Yeah. Yeah. Did, but, it, did it in front of like an entire bar one time and they were all just looking at me like, oh, it's outside. That's way better but, though. Oh, than, that's not bad. No, but that's way better than your story about you with the little bowl in your head that I was already <laughs> bored by. But see, here's the thing. The the bottle story clearly. I was always a liar with puking. Well, you were the, the, oh, you were like, a, yeah. No, no I like I would puke. I would puke and then I'd be like, oh, somebody puked. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You yeah. were that guy? Oh yeah, 100%. Wow. Criminal. I've had, no, I've had, multiple, I've had multiple pukes in places where I was like, oh, some loser puked in there everywhere. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Someone yeah. Like, puked someone, everywhere. In the someone puked so much that my breath smells like that puke because I was breathing in the puke air. Whoa. Just Gross. been standing outside for so yeah, long. Yeah, no, I... I don't know, man. I think I used to be a puker. Like I used to, I used to puke when I was like now, never like the only times that I'll ever puke is if I make the the mistake of drinking beer all day or drinking some all day. And then at the end of the night, people are like, you want to drink whiskey? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a man. And then it's like, no, I drank way too much whiskey at the end of the night and it's puke city. Yeah. But when I was younger and you were doing stuff like, you know, 40 hands and century club (laughs) and like all these stupid things, every drinking game imaginable. And you'd be buying like, yeah, horrible malt liquor yeah. and just all kinds of... Tra- you were just always drinking horrible beer and you were drinking so much of it. And, like, yeah, you are pounding them and then you were doing shots of Jack Daniels on top of it. It's like, I, pukes. Like, I would be doing pukes. And I, I've i never owned a puke. Every single one. I've been like, <laughs> someone else did that for yeah. sure. Oh, someone else got sick it's in like, there. It's like, you have a puke on your shirt. I was like, must have sprayed me a little as he was walking by. Something. Yeah, no. What a nice way to end the pod. No. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. So I've definitely had some embarrassing, like, got caught mm-hmm. puking. I remember once at a party, I had to puke and I went into the backyard to puke because I was like, I got to get into this forest back here. And then I just, like, needed to do, like, the lay down because I was so drunk. I was like, oh, I puked yeah. and I laid down. And then I just, like, you know, passed out probably for, like, a little bit. Yeah. And then some guy was on his back porch. He was like, hey, get the bleep out of my yard. And I was like, whoa. And I just, like, scrambled and got up and he was, like, standing there with his family. And I was like, oh, laying in puke in his backyard because I just walked through. <laughs> And it was like oh. a residential neighborhood. I'm like, this is a forest. It's like, nope, this is a tree line that is separating two backyards. This is, <laughs> this is four trees. This is four trees in a line. Four and you woke up and you were like, hey, someone puked in your backyard. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was like, God, that looks exactly like me. 
I was just, I was, I was laying no, down. Clean that up. Clean it up. I was laying down to clean it up. Yeah, no, that's horrible. Like, it's really, really bad. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's wrap that up. None of you guys, are just like all you guys, so cool. None of you guys ever just embarrassed. Like, all you guys. The, I, I, the, the coolest the ball guys story ever. wasn't as cool, but I think yeah, it Joe, was. We've gone at the over time, this. It, was, it was traumatizing. That's, I get it. Man. You were I get gonna, it. Okay, yeah. I get it. It was traumatizing. traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get how that would go down that way. Yeah. Like, I wish I could still sing. I wish you would have at least tried. No one. I did know. try. I on. I honestly did. I honestly tried. I just. I don't. I don't have that voice anymore. Whatever. It's fine. You let us down. Uh, <laughs> hey, I this tried. is your new public embarrassment. This is your story. <laughs> I feel like Callum has a really bad one because he's, he's like, I've cut, I tried to make eye contact during the segment, and he just like kept like darting his eyes. He would like, I would I look at him. Do. Oh yeah, I Callum, speak up. Yeah, okay, good. Um, See, because I would look at you, and you would just like look right down at the computer. I was like, oh boy. Yeah, I didn't want to make <laughs> eye contact. Bad. His is bad. It, it, it is somewhat bad. I, I, I yeah. think about it quite quite frequently oh, oh this nice. is good this is what i wanted yeah. it's like yeah. what do you think about like randomly like and i wish this was better because sometimes i'll just i've been i've embarrassed myself so many times and i'm definitely self-conscious yeah but yeah those times when you're going to sleep and then you just remember oh my god that was so embarrassing i can't believe i did that oh yeah but mine haven't been like always horrifically public ones it's like sometimes it's just like the way it's that you remember thing. talking to a girl and thinking that that's, was cool yeah, and yeah, she yeah. shot that's, you that's down and you were one. like oh man that's the worst don't one. ever think about that time <laughs> that she rejected you so stone cold and you thought it was slick and then it was just no it was bad you had you to were, wear it yeah anyways what's yours what do you think about when you lay awake at night yeah well this was as public as it could get honestly, <laughs> oh yeah, my you're, god when, yes. when you're in grade five so yeah that's okay so um, you and joe both traumatized by being children i got it yeah, yeah. exactly so but I, I do love that you're already like setting the scene as yeah. it's grade five yeah grade so five like, all right it's a story. Um, talent show grade five yeah, by the okay. way me and my boys uh four of us we decide to um air guitar Perfect. Air, no, air, that's that's a classic. Band, that's a classic talent, talent show. show yeah. Grade four, or yeah. five yeah. with the boys. Yep. That's yeah. a hey. You guys actually have to do something. It's like we're gonna lip sync a, a boy band in what in a way we think is funny, or we're gonna air guitar yeah. in a way we think is funny. Like we're, we're gonna poke fun at something. We're we're gonna be little sassy boys. Is Good what one. we're gonna be. Yeah. Oh, so you we, got were, we were. Yeah, and, we were. Uh, you're the sassy boys. We were doing. I forget the song. It's I I, I want to rock and or. I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, and by Kiss, and we had we had the full makeup, yes. wigs going. Like we we went all out. Okay. Um, it was crazy. So you know we're we're getting hyped backstage. Um, I'm on the drums too, by the way. So I'm I'm I just Doing got the drums, drums to do. Yeah. yeah. I, I got air drums practicing the air drums. Uh, the nerves start kicking in. You know we're 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 on deck. You're in the I, back. Man, I, I'm terrified. I'm yeah. terrified at this point. I'm, I'm shaking. How many people are watching? Yeah, this? I was about to say, how many people? Uh, it was a pretty big school. It was elementary. Yeah, yeah that's but I'd what I'm say saying. It's I, like, is there over 500 kids? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. there 1,000 kids? I, no, I'd probably say around 500. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah. That's, a, that's a good guess. Yeah. Um, so we go out, and <laughs> I, I am just shaking. I'm shaking. And we start our song. And, dude, I am so anxious and so scared that I literally start peeing my pants. And I, I, I'm, not, pants. I'm yes. not wearing, dude, I'm not wearing like black pants that I can like cover it up or like dark jeans. I'm wearing khakis, like khaki. Oh yeah, this is... And so it just <laughs> like goes. Like the ones you're literally wearing right Literally, now. yeah. So um, I'm surprised you could ever wear khakis again. Oh, it's <laughs> it, it's hard. It's hard in the morning when I put them on. Um, but yeah, I, I just start looking up and I see everyone, especially my grade, just kind of pointing. And I, I oh lose it. Oh my God. And, I'm in, and you're right, I'm in the back. So my I, I dip out, I dip backstage. I'm like crying, my makeup's going everywhere because we've got makeup, every, you know? You got the whole face going. Um, As if you were not going to tell this yeah, story this is to a us. horror show. <laughs> Joe's like, I had a bowl in my head and it broke. It was and a I, bottle, by the way. It was a bottle. I, again, it was so boring, I forgot. <laughs> like, I tried to look away. But, so yeah, I, 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 go up, I go backstage 
everyone's still going on because I'm in the back. They don't even know I peed myself. Um, <laughs> Your friends didn't know you peed? Just the no whole school, rest of the school? Well, they, they knew after, and they, they kind of saw a little wet spot well, where, where they I was. Saw. They saw me. They, yeah, they didn't see me. They saw a little wet spot. Uh, I think they put two and two together. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Even in grade five, they yeah. were like, we can crack this case of you have a pants full of pee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the judges felt so bad. I don't know if they thought it was hilarious, but we won. Hey. Take that in. We won. Oh. I just picture you with your pee pants. They're bringing you back out on stage. You're I, like, you guys won. You're like, thank you. Yeah. They're like, everybody cheer for him. Like, I, he... I, I called my mom. I went home. I, I don't yeah, even know. Like yeah, of course. Did they give you like a lost and found pair of pants to wear after? No, dude. I I, I, I booked it. I went straight to the... Uh, actually, I think they did. They gave me a pair of sweatpants from yeah. my memory. Yeah, um, that's a tough one. That's, that's tough, giving you the replacement pants. Yeah. I used to... The, oh, I've never... I've, the only time that I can ever remember peeing myself was sometimes and I think I only did this like twice but I pissed in my goalie gear twice where I was just like you'd be in net and you're like yeah I'm not going to this game I'll just pee in my gear yeah. and then but the thing is is like you'd always be afraid after the game like Shh, everybody's gonna know you're gonna stink yeah. And then you wouldn't. No one would know. And you'd be like, right. get in the shower. You're like, that's fine. Yeah. I peed in my gear. <laughs> like, <laughs> the PO, like, overpowered the pee smell. Yeah, or just, like, just the fact sweat. that you're drinking so much yeah. water or right. sweats. Like, not exactly, like, it's not like your morning pee or the like, spare. But, in your, but in your head, you're definitely thinking about it at the end of the game where you're going in there and you're like, oh, I peed in my... My yeah. gear. It's probably what happened in that tournament, eh? You're just thinking about no, that's, that's, that you're yeah, that yeah. terrible overtime goal. No, I was the, you, the puck no. was fluttering up, and he was just peeing himself. No, yeah, seven <laughs> p. No, that's a traumatic one. Yeah, that's yeah. a tough that's one. A, that's a horror the show. Kid, that's an the first kid show. that you saw peeing, and the fact, like, all of this is so perfect because you were wearing makeup too. So it's like oh, yeah. the crying, the rushing off of the stage, the khakis. The just... fact that it wasn't even like you were playing real drums; that it was air <laughs> drums. Like all you had to do was just like fake like swing in the air yeah. like it really was low pressure <laughs> low stakes literally everything that could have gone wrong no wrong. that's a great one yeah, that's a great that's one a, that's, no, a, that's a perfect one why were you gonna let the show end without no, telling that because he was just because here's JD, the thing jd knew jd knew. i did i could see it in your eyes every time i would look over there i was like is there anything else and you were like should i tell them about how i piss my pants in an aggressive way it's like yeah you should you should hey therapy like you can get it off your chest space here for sure yeah. Get it off your chest. God, I wish I had more. I'm gonna. And you know Same. what the worst part about this is? I'm gonna go home. Yeah. I'm gonna go home. And now the rest of my day is just gonna be thinking about all my traumatic, embarrassing experiences in front of people. Yeah. Where you're like, no, not that time. Yeah. Not that time where that happened. I'm it's always come that. up right when you're about to go to sleep, right? You're just like, met, think about oh, just like lying wide awake. 11.30, yeah. like you're just chilling and then like some Joe's random like, interaction. That glass girl fell off my you. head in the play that no Dude, one that even was... noticed me because I was a background dancer on. And here's Callum. He's no, like, I, I pissed my pants in front of 500 kids in the school. <laughs> no, Callum's during insane. During like peak time of... Like, like, you reputation. don't want to be a baby yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah. No, peak time in terms of reputation was, like, grade 9. Yeah. Like, well, grade no, 8, grade like 9, where like you were like, 12, I need to 13, cement. 14. Yeah, I need to cement. Like, grade 5, you're growing that up I'm a little cool bit. I need to be or cool. not. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. get at sports. Yeah. yeah. And five, it's like, unless you just had an older bit. brother, which automatically put you in the cool club, or a hot older sister, <laughs> you know? You had to work. You had to grind. Yeah. To work for it. You had to put in the hours. And, yeah. And, like, that's such a bad one that that's, like, that that would have haunted you for a long time. Yeah. Dude, it did. I was I was in grade five too. So it was grade five to eight. Yeah. And I was gonna say you were just pee pants guy till grade eight. I was piss boy. Yeah. I, from oh. grade five yeah. to eight. Of I was course piss boy. Oh. Yeah. No, of yeah. course you were it piss sucked. boy. It Wait, sucked. so you you said it was grade five to eight, so you were the youngest in the school. Dude, you know what's yeah. the nightmare there? The oh, nightmare is the like did you go to university? Too? I did. Yeah. Where'd you go? 
I went to Dalhousie for two years. Then okay, yeah, see, to dude, it actually stuck with you because you were raised in Calgary? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when you got to apply to colleges, he was like, cross the country, please. <laughs> I, I went because, to the farthest place because, possible, because, yeah. yeah. but that's what, because all it takes in that scenario is One you're kid at Dal, from your school. and he's like, you know, for the listeners, you know, Callum's like, what, 6'4", right? He's like, good-looking okay. kid, you yeah. know, confident guy, good dude. And you could just see on campus, like a girl holding his hand and he's walking down the Dow campus. And all of a sudden you just see someone from his elementary school, like point at him, like, oh my God, piss boy. And it's just over for you. Like everything you've built from the ground up in university crumbles. It just crumbles. What's so crazy about that stuff though is, is like when you're a kid, you think that's like everything like you think that's the end of your yeah. life like oh, you're yeah. just like this is it like this will be my whole life like i'm piss boy and then like it, it's so scarring it's so terrible that it's like even when you're an adult like you hear that probably and you're just like god it still hurts my feelings a little bit even though you're like now i'm just like yeah it's a funny story you were in grade five like you peed who cares you were grade five yeah. if you met a grade five today if you looked at a kid who was in grade five you'd be like this is the youngest child i've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life this is a baby <laughs> this yeah. is a baby of course, the kid would pee his pants in front of 500 people. Like, that's such a normal thing to do. people do. But it. in that's your brain, you think about it like you as, like, a 23-year-old where you're like, I peed in front of everyone. It's like, no, you didn't. Um, yeah. But, yeah, if piss boy... Because, like, I have a boy named RK, and it stands for Rat King. Okay. And it's like, in high school, he got called Rat King, and that followed him all the way through university. And now it follows him into his entire life. He's just the Rat King. He's the Rat... Why is it <laughs> But the he had king? to own it. He's just a rat. He's a rat. And he's king of the rats. Like, he's just got, like... RK does sound hard, though. If I didn't know it's yeah, not a rat. Well, that's the thing. Like... Most people think that's his name. Like, they think his name is, like, Randy. <laughs> you know? Rick. It's not. It's the rat king. And he's... Mm, Richard And Kelly. the thing is, is, like, people who aren't his friends call him RK. Like, everybody calls him RK. Like, he got stamped with that. Because it did. It followed him from high school. And he tried. He tried to not have it happen. But that's the thing. His boys from high school, like, a couple of them were in the city... And then they were calling him RK and it was just like, it's over. You're, you're RK. And I, to... I'll never forget too, one night we were at a party and I love him to death. He's actually one of my favorite human beings like on planet earth. He's the best. He's like one of the, my favorite person to have a conversation with, but he's a rat. Like he's, there's no, if you met him, you'd be like, yeah, I get it. I get why he's called rat king. <laughs> Does he lean into it now? Like IG handle? No, he lean, no, no, no. He doesn't do it like quite like that, but it just, I'll never forget in universe. He's, you know, when he really iced it in where it was just, it was done forever. We were at a party. We were at a auto U soccer party and some girls found out like they were like his name's not randall you know i was like no it's rk we're like getting all fired up being like talking to girls like we got a thing to talk to you about it's <laughs> making fun of our friend <laughs> it's the perfect combination of things and then he just like belted out like i'm not rk <laughs> and then he was forever rk right i did not bother him and moved on it would have been probably fine but that night it was just we yeah we it was that was it forever it was yeah. it forever he was forever rk but i could see yeah, you would not want piss because RK. At least you said it sounds hard. Piss yeah. boy, there's no confusing no. it. Yeah. It's like someone calls Everybody you piss knows boy. Exactly what it was. Someone calls you piss boy, and you're this age now. It's like you have to hit them in the face. Yeah, and you have to be like, no, I will not be piss boy ever again. That's tough. That's a really. If we ever tough see one. Callum fighting someone, we know why. No, they listened to the pod and said the word. Yeah, Callum, we got your back. If you yeah. knock somebody out for calling you piss boy, it's like we'll be like, how dare you. Yeah, exploit boys. his trauma like that. I want to see Mackie you. get in there. That'd be hilarious. We got no. you from Sherborne and Mount Pleasant. Yeah, the best, the best, <laughs> the best part of Mackie's is he probably has like a hundred of them, but it's just like he doesn't care. 
And so it's like if, if it's like if you put any human being in those scenarios, they'd be like, oh, my God, I would never want that to happen to me. And he's like, yeah, I forgot about that one. Anyways. All right. Subscribe to this podcast. Leave five stars if you like it. If you listen this far and you haven't subscribed to the podcast, kind of. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pretty awful. Uh, pretty awful move by you. It's free. Uh, it's, uh, like, yeah, just do it. It's pretty easy. And then, yeah, if you want to bet, hit me up always in the DMs at JD Bunkus. We will see you tomorrow from the big boy studio.